the campus of DeKalb County, it is Tiger Basketball presented by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. The 1-5 Lady Pioneers of Warren County visit the 3-3 three three Lady Tigers of DeKalb County. Good evening, everybody. I am Jace Brown, and I'll be taking care of you tonight here in DeKalb County as we've got two matchups between Warren County and DeKalb County. For this girls' matchup, it, it's a battle between two teams that haven't had too much success too early. Again, the Lady Pioneers 1-5 and five and the Lady Tigers just 3-3. Three and three. Uh, But both are still looking to make some noise. It's still early, early enough to turn around a season uh, that still hasn't made too much headway. And for the boys' side of it, two four-loss teams are coming in here today, one at 2-4 and four and one at 3-4. and four. And DeKalb has won three straight back-to-back-to-back, looking strong as of recent. Uh, should be a good one. Both teams trying not to, again, same as the girls' game, both both teams trying to stay off the losing spell, and DeKalb County might have figured it out already. We'll see how that rolls over. And right now the student section has busted out the Hawaiian shirts. It should be a fun one here tonight out in Smithville tonight. It's Warren County and DeKalb County. Round ball action is next. Getting you ready. This is the Honey Baked Hams countdown to tip off. Try Honey Baked Ham's new sliders. Great for a midweek meal. Delicious Honey Baked Ham with cheese in a delicious Hawaiian roll. Warm up and it's ready. For a while, your grass isn't growing. But you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment so the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Xmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models. 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Cookville. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the upper Cumberland. Let's hear now from our two head coaches in tonight's matchup. A 3-3 three and three start to the season for the Lady Tigers can be taken as a disappointment or a growth opportunity. Two of their losses are the top 20 teams and several of their next opponents are repeat performances and therefore chances for more wins. DeKalb County head coach Brandy Alley is comfortable with where her girls are for now. And definitely had a slow start on our first game, but our, every time the girls have stepped foot on the court since then, has been working on getting better and working on doing it together. Um, you know, I'm feeling really comfortable with where my girls are and how they're wanting to continue to improve and how hard they're working for each other and leaving everything they have on the court. They only go up. That being said, their opponent tonight has had a real struggle of it themselves. The Lady Pioneers are 1-5 and five on the season with their sole win coming over Franklin County. In one game against a common opponent, Warren County was defeated by Cannon County 57-37, to while DeKalb played them to the bitter end and fell 53-46. Both teams in need of a win. Both coaches hoping their team finds a way. It is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. Around the UC, we begin on the road in Oneida, where Clark Range attempts to get back to 500 after coming up short on the road Tuesday at Stone Memorial 37-67. Head coach Lamar Rogers discussed what has plagued his team and what they need to change going forward. 
Well, I think our basketball IQ is getting better, you know, which that's going to be real important how successful we are. Uh, you know, our defense, um, of course, all teams talk about the defense wins games. I think so. Uh, our basketball IQ is getting better defensively about uh, recognizing stuff and anticipating the next play, the next pass before it happens. So. Up the road from Clark Range in Jamestown, the Lady Dragons attempt to keep their now four-game winning streak going as they welcome Oakland to town. York head coach Michael Green continues to harp on the youth of his team. You know, we're very young as a team, no seniors. Uh, we've got uh, three juniors and the rest are freshmen and sophomores. So uh, we definitely knew there would be some learning experiences that we, uh, you know, would have to overcome and uh you know, the biggest thing we're trying to do right now is just get get some experience for these these uh, you know our players that haven't really gotten much time uh, last year, and then you know we've got a freshman or two that uh, that haven't played much uh, you know until recently. Cumberland County, with two freshmen of their own starting, are surprisingly on a three-game winning streak and three-plus games over 500. Lady Jets head coach Kim Cram wanted to make sure undue pressure isn't put on her young guards, however. You know, Lauren and, and Sydney are, are very talented, um, and they are, in fact, freshmen. Um, and it's important that, that we all remember that they're freshmen because – uh, they do have very, uh, very freshman moments. After opening the year with a tough loss to McMinn Central, the Lady Cavs have rattled off five straight wins and plan to keep it up as they return home from a matchup on the road Tuesday against Knox Webb to host Hendersonville tonight. Cookville head coach Jamie Gillis understands her, ste- her team still has areas to grow in. Just to stay focused and, um, you know, get out of the car, get loose, you know, make sure we're doing all those things that instead of just showing up at home and playing. So, you know, we want to just make sure we're in the right mindset and know the game plan and then just go play. Elsewhere tonight, Monterey visits Van Buren with both teams needing a win as they sit two-plus games under five hundred. White County rolls up Highway 111 to stay undefeated to take on Saudi Daisy, and Jackson will take a short trip to Red Boiling Springs. Scores throughout the night and a full recap tomorrow at 9 a.m. live from Chick-fil-A on the High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. Minutes from tonight's action. This is the Honey Baked Hams Countdown to Tip Off. Stop by Honey Baked Hams and ask for the perfect pregame play. Honey Baked Hams new sliders will please everyone in your family. From Honey Baked Hams. This is Emily Gibson, your Twin Lakes Security Consultant. The holiday delivery season is here. Know what's happening with Santa or the services that don't use reindeer with a high-definition camera system from Twin Lakes Security. With Twin Lakes, you can monitor deliveries in real time to ensure your packages are safe and secure. Give me a call to talk about protecting your holiday deliveries and more at 931-528-2005 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. Twin Lakes Security. T-insert C-0026. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time. 
and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. A championship team. Tier 1 celebrates the Upperman Bees, the best on the field and off. Tier 1 is proud to provide championship care to the athletes of the Upper Cumberland. They understand the hard work, sweat, and pain that goes into a championship run. Every day, Tier 1 helps athletes of all ages get back into action. Tier 1, a championship team of board-certified sports medicine physicians. Proud to celebrate our Upperman Bees and all our local football teams on an amazing season. The high school game of the week. We are Upper Cumberland Sports. Sports Radio 104.7, W282AG Cookville, WKXD HD3 Monterey, a Stonecom station. As we continue from the Cab County. What will power a Lady Pioneer win tonight presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation? It starts with, for Warren County, Haley Simpson, a senior guard on the offensive side, is just a big-time facilitator, able to get the ball around and is a main threat for scoring for this squad as well. Getting the, the ball to her on the offensive side is going to be imperative for the Lady Pioneers to try and pry out their second win of the year. For the boys' side of it, on for DeKalb County, one guy to look at is going to be Connor Close, otherwise known as the guy from what I've heard around town. It, he's a guy that's both active on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Uh, one, of the, one of the plans that they need to have is going to be get him close to the hoop, get him close to the rack at the 6'4 stature, and let him be a rebound machine on the defensive side, those are going to be some things that will will a Tiger win in the boys' matchup tonight. It's the UCEMC keys to the game. Visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change can support UCEMC cares and community organizations across the Upper Cumberland. Once again tonight, it is Warren County facing off against DeKalb County. And another one, or excuse me, and for those out there in volunteer country, basketballs play an early one tomorrow. Going to be a noon or an 11 central tip-off, noon eastern tip-off against a ranked opponent in Illinois. Ball's coming off a big win on this past Tuesday against George Mason. Uh, that was the first stop for head coach Rick Barnes in his head coaching journey. So, I mean, getting, getting that one done was a gimme, you know. George Mason, not the most perennial team, but the ball's getting back in the win column was big time for the program. On the other side, there hasn't been too much good to say about the Lady Balls earlier this week. They lost a neutral site game down in Huntsville against in-state rival MTSU and lost by, I believe, do double digits last time I checked that score. Uh, Kelly Harper... And the Lady Balls are kind of reeling right now. I don't think they really have an identity from what I've seen. I had the pleasure of getting to cover for a for a for a class of mine over at the University of Tennessee. 
I was able to cover their Sunday matchup against ranked team Ohio State, who blew them out of the water out at Food City Center, 78-58. to Just an absolute beatdown. Nothing really going for the Lady Vols on either side of the ball. Granted, Ohio State did bring out a press on the defensive side of the ball, full court press at that, and I believe they caused 20 turnovers in that one. And there were a handful that I can recall coming on inbounds passes, which is just something that you don't really like to see from such a storied program as the Lady Vols. But with that said, they should be looking to turn it around soon because if not, it might be time to go for Kelly Harper. It should be an interesting one. Uh, as for Vol football, we saw some guys enter the transfer portal today, and we also saw a 2024 or a class of 2024 commit uh, back out and has flipped his commitment. Jonathan Eccles, a tight end that goes to IMG Academy down in Florida, flipped from Tennessee and is now going to be coached under Alex Golish, the former offensive coordinator for the Vols, down in USF territory. The Bulls got a big four-star tight end, a more, <laughs> I guess, just a big-time athlete just decided to have a change of heart. And then we also had defensive end and primary guy for the balls for a, several years at this point. Tyler Barron entered the transfer portal, making that defense just a little bit thinner, as well as defensive back Danico Slaughter leaving and entering the transfer portal. But there was some good news for the balls on the defensive side of the ball when it comes uh, to eligibility. Linebacker Keenan Peely that went out in the first game of the year against Virginia out in Nashville. He got an extension to his red shirt, his medical red shirt. He got an extra year, so he will be back on Rocky Top this year. It should be another decent year for the Vols. Of course, Joe Milton's not going to be the quarterback for us next year. But it should be a fun one. Nico Iamaliava is going to be taking the reins, seemingly, from Joe Milton. He's, he's had two guys in front of him that have really played well. Of course, many people doubt Joe Milton a little bit more than Hendon Hooker, but both guys had flashes of greatness. Hendon Hooker, of course, more so flashing said greatness. But with a blue, blue chip guy such as Nico Iamaliava, it should not be a hard transition. It's just with the O-line thinning out, especially with, again, a transfer, Addison Nichols leaving the ball's O-line, making that group just thinner and thinner, it's not going to help out. But we will be able to see that here soon for the Vols as they take on Iowa in the Citrus Bowl down in Orlando. That should be a fun one. Of course, Iowa known for their stout defense, but not too much on offense. The last time the Vols played Iowa, I believe, was down in the Tax Slayer Bowl or the Gator Bowl, one of the two, again, down in Florida. And the Vols were victorious in that one whenever we were still under the helm of Josh Dobbs and Butch Jones, of course. But still, good memories playing against Iowa. Maybe we'll see another one under Coach Heupel. Another big bowl win will be great for this program. Maybe some more offseason moves will go in the Vols' direction following that. Once again, we've got we've still got about 8:45 till this. They had some homecoming affairs earlier, just about 15 minutes ago at this point. Uh, honored some of the players that we're going to be seeing for both the Lady Tigers and the Tigers tonight. Uh, them, I, I believe each one, each on the basketball team, each had a homecoming king and queen or baron and baronet. 
I believe is what they reference them as. But we will see some action here soon. Still getting the layup lines going right now. Again, both both these teams on both ladies and boys sides of it still having some early season struggles. The Cab County boys coming off of three straight wins, the best record going to the Lady Tigers of the Cab County at three and three. And Warren County still trying to find their footing on both. The Lady Pioneers still sitting at one and five this year, and the men's team is at two and four. Again, both teams just trying to figure out their identity, trying to get in the win column and figure out what works. And we will be able to see that here soon. Again, about 7.30 left, and I will go ahead and cut to a short break. We'll be back to you with the one bank, one to watch. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. We are back with the One Bank One to Watch. One Bank helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One Bank member FDIC. For this first matchup between the Lady Pioneers and the Lady Tigers, it is going to be for DeKalb County's Ella Van Vrankren, a senior leader and a part of a legacy family here in town. Uh, the older sister played here several years back, and she is also on the team with her younger sister, Chloe. So the Van Brankens running rampant through the history books here in DeKalb County and is also the most recent member of the school's 1,000-point club. She is going to be the one to watch for this matchup. It should be, again, a fun one. Two teams still trying to find their footing once again. And, yeah, for that one, that's all I've got on the one bank one to watch for this matchup. I will go ahead and get into the starting lineups for each, and I will start with the Warren County visiting Lady Pioneers. Number one, Macy McBride, a, a freshman guard out of Warren County, is going to be starting. Number 13, Trinity Reynolds, a sophomore guard, is also going to be starting. Number 24, Bree Taylor, junior at 5'11", is going to be taking up most of the paint. Number 32, Miranda Medley, a guard, a senior guard at that, is also going to be taking some first steps here in about five minutes. And number 35, Alexia Verge, a senior center slash forward at 5'8", again, going to be making room in the paint and on the defensive and offensive boards. For DeKalb County, number three, Cam Brannon, a shooting guard slash small forward, a senior 5'6", is going to be getting some time here early. Number four, Chloe Van Vranken, Van Vranken, younger sister of another starter, number 11, Ella Van Vranken, the senior, again, legacy family there. Both starters, both going to be at the guard positions. Another guard here, number 22, Avery Agee, a junior, going to be giving it her all today, as well as number 32, Tess Barton, a forward senior going to be seeing some action here soon still got about four and a half minutes left until tip off still got the national anthem to go and i guess i will go ahead and talk some more ball stuff i'm usually back at home right now doing a 
uh, sports radio show, but I was thankfully thanks to WTK's Benny Smith, the general manager over there, he was able to get me this gig over here with UC Sports Nation, and I am ever grateful as I've got my main producer tonight, Jake Wallman, back at the studio holding it down, another WTK alum, as well as our associate and assistant producer, Colin Castleberry, again a WTK alum. So hopefully we're surrounded by some good folks here, able to get the job done tonight. Some things that have some things have been going on on campus. You know, the renovations to the baseball stadium, Lindsey Nelson, Lindsey Nelson Stadium, if I would, has been ever growing and is really really exciting. If you ever get the chance to get to Knoxville here soon before the baseball season, things are going and growing crazy on that side of campus near Fraternity Row. Stands haven't been put up. I know a bunch of these supports that I've every time I've driven by, supports have been ever growing and growing, and you just see expanding down the left field line past third base uh, and wrapping around to the porches. And even down the first base and right field line, they're going over the clubhouse pretty much where they usually send down the pitchers to warm up in the bullpen. Those are getting covered up pretty much with the clubhouse still underneath. It should be a really fun atmosphere this year. Again, this team coming off of a College World Series run, finished in the top five in in the tournament pretty much, was one of the last teams standing, got uh, taken out by what would then become the national title winners, the LSU Tigers. Should be another good year. Coach Tony Vitello is still holding it down. Pitching coach Frank Anderson, again, even after losing such good arm talent as Chase Burns and Chase Dolander, Drew Beam is going to be taking over that probably the Friday slot if I had to take a wild guess. It should be another one, another good one at that. And uh, let's see, who else we got? We got Christian Moore, I believe, still coming back. Uh, Team USA team or teammate of Drew Beam, both both went and played for Team USA and I believe like the U-20s or something like that. Both played some ample minutes there. And again, I believe it was another top five recruiting class for the 2024 class. Coming in next year, again this year, I believe again was a top ten at least. Uh, maybe only shorted by LSU. LSU's, of course, going to be that perennial powerhouse. Uh, and, you know, one big one big player that's coming back, Blake Burke, first baseman for the Vols, had a big-time year last year. Of course, his freshman campaign was just him going in to be a pinch hitter most of the time or a designated hitter, and you would just see the ball fly out of the stadium at a good 115 miles an hour and we saw that one of the longest home runs i have ever seen was in that regional tournament against uh or the super regional tournament against southern miss that was a just bomb over left field should be another big time guy heading back for this squad here and we are about just about ready to go as we've got the national anthem here Let's pray together. Almighty God, we come before you this evening once again to say thank you, Lord, for your many blessings, for your grace, for your mercy, and for forgiveness. Lord, we thank you for the counties that are represented here tonight. We pray that you bless both Warren and DeKalb. And may you touch all these students. Thank you, Lord, for their abilities. And thank you for another great night of basketball. 
all we come together and fellowship and have a great time. Lord, I pray that you touch us tonight. Lord, let's have a night of injury-free uh, basketball as well as good sportsman conduct. And Father, we just pray that your spirit will continue to bless our counties and our country and bring healing across this nation. We ask it all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It's in his name we say, Amen. Once again, we are in DeKalb County for a matchup between the DeKalb County Lady Tigers and Tigers hosting the Warren County Lady Pioneers and Pioneers. We have got almost standing room only in this gymnasium right now. It's a really awesome sight to see. Got plenty of folks behind us. Got the kids running around playing tag. Just a good atmosphere right here on this Friday night. I will run through these starting lineups once again since it's been a quite a decent chunk since I've done that. For Warren County, number one, Mason McBride, a freshman guard is going to be starting for him. Number 13, Trinity Reynolds, a sophomore guard. Number 24, Bree Taylor, a forward and center at and is a junior is going to be starting. Number 32, Miranda Medley, a senior guard is going to be out there. And number 35, Alexia Verge, a center and forward senior will be out there for the Lady Pioneers. For the Lady Tigers, we've got number three, Cam Brannon, a senior guard and forward going to be out there, as well as number four, Chloe Van Vranken, a sophomore point guard, and number 11, Ella Van Vranken, a senior guard, going to be holding it down in the backcourt. Number 22, Avery Agee, a junior guard is going to be there. And number 32, Tess Barton, a senior forward, will be holding it down in the paint for the Lady Tigers. We've got another light show. Had one last week out in York Institute out in Jamestown. Another one here tonight. Should be a fun one.
Lady Tigers rocking the all-white jerseys today with pink, it looks like. Yes, pink numbers and letters on the front and back of the jersey. And as for the Lady Pioneers of Warren County, they are wearing the all-baby blue with red numerals and letters. And we are just moments away from tip-off here in Smithville. For a wrap-up of this game and the Friday night action, Saturday morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on Rock 93.7. DeKalb County has won the tip-off, and there is a long three from the left wing, no good out of the hands of A.G., and it is no good. Ball stolen by Warren County. Warren County's shot is blocked. Macy McBride's shot is swatted by Chloe Van Franken early. Inbound goes to Verge, back to McBride. No, Medley. Medley's pass is knocked out of bounds, and it is still Lady Pioneer ball. Deep three off the inbound is no good. Rebounded by Bree Taylor and is put up and good. The first points of the game do indeed go to Warren County. It is 2-0. Ella Van Vranken with the ball up at the top of the key. Backs down, gets the ball tipped, but is passed out and hits her sister Chloe in the corner for a deep three on the left corner. Some early lead change already. 3-2 in favor of the Lady Tigers. Ball back out to McBride up at the top of the key. Passes it to Taylor, still up there, still moving around. Down towards the paint. Goes Taylor. Taylor backs it back out to Reynolds, and the three is no good by Trinity Reynolds. Rebounded by DeKalb County's Cam Brannon. Ball goes to Ella Van, Van Vranken, excuse me, on the left side wing, and it is tipped, and it will stay in favor of the Lady Tigers. Avery Ag going to inbound the ball here. Gets it out to Ella Van Vranken. Takes a deep three on the left side. No good off the backboard, but it's an offensive board. Offensive board by Tess Barton. Pass it back out to Brandon. Brandon across court to A.G. To Chloe Van Vranken for a three off the right wing and no good. And the ball, long rebound, goes to Trinity Reynolds. Reynolds gets it out to Miranda Medley. Medley passes it back out to Reynolds. And now McBride has the ball way up by the logo. Ball goes to Medley, then to Verge, then back out to Medley. Pass towards Taylor is blocked by Chloe Van Branken. Inbound goes to McBride. McBride on the right side gets the pass stolen and tipped by Cam Brandon. Passes it down low, down the lane, and it is a shot by Ella Van Branken is blocked. Macy McBride comes up with a big point stoppage. 5.56 left, 3-2 in favor of the Lady Tigers. Ella Van Vranken gets it at the top of the key off the inbound. Drives, layup no good, but there is a foul on the play. Hey. 
inbound to DeKalb. DeKalb, excuse me, is still taking a while. Gets in to Brandon. Ball is tipped out of bounds, and it will stay in favor of the Lady Tigers. Lots of out-of-bounds and inbounds plays going here early. Chloe Van Franken to inbound. Inbound passes tipped, and it is recovered by Tess Barton, who gets it out to Ella Van Franken. Ella Van Franken gets it to Tess Barton in the paint, but passes it back out to Chloe Van Franken. Now to Ella Van Franken, backing it into the paint from the right side. Gets it out to Barton at the top of the key. Passes out to Chloe Van Franken, who takes a deep three from the left wing and cans it. 6-2 in favor of the Lady Tigers. 5.30 remaining in this first quarter. And we've got some early press maneuvers here by the Lady Tigers as the Lady Pioneers move the ball across the timeline. Ball moving back and forth between McBride, and that gets to Verge, and she misses a long jumper. Offensive board by Bree Taylor is up and good with a put-back basket. She's got all four for the Lady Pioneers. And Bree Taylor has called for a quick foul on Ella Van Vranken coming back down the court. That's Bree Taylor's second foul of the game. And she is going to be subbed out. Ella Van Vranken crosses the timeline after the inbound from her sister. Takes a deep three from way out and cans it once more. That's three threes for this squad, and it's a 9-4 lead with 4.50 remaining. Ball gets across the timeline and is passed out of bounds despite the coverage. And... That one's going to be out thanks to Aubrey Oleksik, number three for Warren County. Throws it out of bounds, and it will now go back to the Lady Tigers. Chloe Van Vranken, covered early by Oleksik, is back across the timeline. Gets it to her sister, smothered up at the top, playing sort of a weird zone. 3-2 zone. Gets it down to Brandon. Gives it to... Barton on a layup, and it is missed, but there is another foul on the play. Foul is going to be on Verge, her first of the match. Team third early. 4.28 left here in the first quarter. 9-4 Lady Tigers. Barton's first one is up and good. Score now 10-4. Second shot is up and no good. Alexa comes down with it and is pushing down the court and gets it in the hands of Medley. Medley mishandles it, and it will go back in favor to DeKalb. 4.21 left here, 10-4 Lady Tigers. The Van Vranken's inbound to one another, and Ella is going to be the one taking it across the court. Gets it to her sister, who... Immediately throws it to Brandon, and it is swatted out of bounds, but it will again stay in the hands of DeKalb. Ella Van Franken gets the inbound. 4-10 remaining in this first quarter. She's guarded closely up at the top of the key, drives it in, passes it back out to Brandon, gets it down low back to Ella Van Franken, takes a short jumper, misses. Board is still going out there, and it is recovered by the Lady Pioneers. And there is going to be a walk, a travel called on Brindley Griffith, number two of Warren County. 
Lots of weird turnovers early on for the Lady Pioneers. Not giving themselves much breathing room. Ball gets to Van Franken at the top of the key. She drives left down the lane. Left-handed layup is up and good. Count that for her fifth point. And we have got a timeout here. Score is 12-4, 30-36 remaining. Just a 30-second timeout, so we will keep it right here. A fun little rivalry is here in the Cabin Warren counties. Both schools are co-op for track and field. Just another fun rivalry here in the basketball side of things. Once again, still 12-4 to in favor of the Lady Tigers. 3.36 remaining here in this first quarter. The Van Vranken sisters are already off to hot starts. Chloe Van Vranken already up to six points. Ella Van Vranken, the senior, up to five already. And you can tack on a free throw from Tess Barton as her as the 12 points. Inbound from Warren County goes out to Griffith, who makes it out to Medley. Medley gets it across the court, and the pass is out of bounds. Once again, another early out of bounds. 327 still remaining back in the hands of the Lady Tigers. Ella Van Franken brings it up the court as Met immediately gets it down to Barton and is fouled on the layup attempt. Guarded closely there by Jayla Garibaldi, a sophomore guard for Warren County. First shot for Barton is up and good. That's her second free throw make of this game. Checking back in is A.G. for the Lady Tigers. Nine-point lead. Barton's second one is up and good. That's all three of her points coming off of free throws. And it is a ten-point lead, 14-4. Pass goes across the court, gets down to Verge, down in the paint, and she lays it up and in for her first two points of the match. 14-6, call it. Three minutes left here in the first quarter. Chloe Van Franken with the ball now. Passes it out to A.G. on the right side wing. Hands it off to Ella Van Franken. She backs it out to midcourt by the logo up at the top of the key. She moves left. She passes to Barton at the top of the free throw line. Hands it off to Chloe Van Franken. Gets it out to A.G. on the left corner. And she drains a three-pointer. It's 17-6 here early. Big-time scoring from the Lady Tigers. Lady Pioneers get it across the court. Three by Medley is no good, but she gets her own offensive board on the long rebound. Gets it out to Griffith for a long three for the Lady Pioneers, and it is good. 17-9, to 2.15 remaining in the first quarter. Lady Tigers still in control. Van Franken hands it off to Barton up at the top of the key. Her shot is blocked and swatted, and she still comes up with the ball, and she dribbles it out of bounds. Ball will go back over to the Lady Pioneers. Alexic back in for the Lady Pioneers, and Medley will be taking a seat. McBride still handling the ball. Under two minutes now in this first quarter remaining. She gets it out to Alexic. Back to McBride. 
Gets it out to Griffith on the right side wing. It gets it across the court to Garibaldi. Gets it back up at the top of the key for Griffith for another three, and she bangs it in. Six quick points for Griffith, and it is now a five-point game. 130 remaining, 17-12. DeKalb County leads. Chloe Van Franken up at the top of the key, gets it off to her sister on the right side. She, her dribble is knocked out of bounds. Oh, no, there is a foul on the, on the call against Garibaldi. Team fifth, and that will draw Van Franken to the line for two free shots. Again, that's a new rule this year. Once a te- team gets to five fouls each quarter, it is automatically a double bonus. Ella Van Vrenken's first free throw is up and good. That's her sixth point of the game, and it is, again, a six-point lead. Second shot is up and good. No doubt about that one. Seven points early for Ella Van Vrenken as Brandon checks back in for Allie Melton. 120 remaining here. Lady Pioneers cross the court with Mason McBride at the helm. Gets it out to Griffith on the right side. Gets it to Garibaldi up at the top and is back in the hands of McBride. McBride runs around and she takes it down the lane, misses her shot, gets her own rebound, puts it back up once again and is fouled. Foul goes on Barton. That's her first of the game. 19-12 with 108 remaining. Early competitive and high scoring already in this one. First shot is up and good for McBride, her first point of the game. Six-point deficit. McBride, second shot is up and good. Two for two from the line. Got another timeout here on the court. Still an early and often scoring first quarter. 19-14 in favor of DeKalb County. But Warren County still putting up a decent fight. Got four points early from Bree Taylor, but again had two fouls to knock her out early. Hasn't seen too much of the court since then. Alexia Verge had a great layup, contested layup early in the quarter as well. Brindley Griffith with two three balls leads the scoring for Warren County. Again, the Van Franken sisters still lead scoring for the Lady Tigers. Inbound now is going to be from Avery Agee. Got the full court press by Warren putting it on it. Chloe Van Franken gets it, gets it out to her sister on the left side. Ella's going to take it across the court, gets it out to her sister up at the top of the key. Chloe gets it back to Ella Van Franken. Ella Van Franken goes cross court down to the paint to Brandon. That's her first two points of the game. 21-14, just under 50 seconds left here. Warren County's got the ball. Garibaldi throws it cross court, and it is caught by Macy McBride. Ball scrambled in the paint. Gets back in the hands of Warren County. A shot up by 51. Keeley Simpson is up, and she is fouled. Tess Barton has picked up her second foul of this first quarter. Keeley Simpson at the line, number 51. First shot is up and good. Lily Young checking in for Tess Barton on the DeKalb County sides of things. 
Trinity Reynolds back in for Warren County, taking the spot of Garibaldi. 35 seconds left, six-point game. Simpson's shot is up and no good, and it is rebounded by Brandon. Brandon gets it out to Ella Van Vranken, who throws it to Chloe Van Vranken on the right wing across court. Ella Van Vranken way back up at the logo, spins in towards the lane, draws a foul before the shot, but it will still result in two free throws. That's going to be Griffith called for her first foul of the game. 22 seconds left, 21-15 in favor of DeKalb. Ella Van Franken's first free throw is up, and after a high-arcing bounce off the back iron, goes into the hoop. That's her eighth point of the match. Miranda Medley back out there for Warren County. Second shot from Ella Van Franken is up and no good. Simpson comes down with the rebound. She gets it out to McBride, who is immediately met by the Van Frankens. Full court trap game almost, and now ball goes to Mason McBride across the timeline, and her pass intended for Reynolds, no, excuse me, intended for Alexic is no good. And DeKalb will have the ball with 9.3 seconds left. Ella Van Franken takes the inbound pass. She gets it to Brandon. Brandon hands it off to Chloe Van Franken, who lays it up on the left side, up and good. And that will do it for our first quarter. High-scoring affair here early. 24-15 in favor of the Lady Tigers. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. We are back in action with some with second quarter action here. DeKalb County still up tw- or now now up 24-18 and now back up 27-18. Another Van Franken 3, I believe out of the hands of Chloe Van Franken gets her up to 10 points and to get it to 18 for Warren County, we had a three-point from Miranda Medley, who puts up a three right there, but is no good, and is rebounded and put back up by Alexia Verge, her fourth point of the game. 27-20 with seven minutes left here in this first half. DeKalb still leads. 
Hagee finds a hole down low and gets it into the hands of Brandon. Her fourth point of the game. It's 29-20 now. Verge gets the ball across the court, gets it into the hands of Garibaldi, who gets it out to Medley, who takes a three and is no good and is rebounded and taken across the court by Ella Van Franken. Again, this is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. AG, as soon as I say that, gets another big three. Six points for AG, and Warren County turns the ball over immediately. Chloe Van Franken and the Van Frankens get the ball back, but that possession is stopped short thanks to a double dribble. We've got a timeout on the court on the side of... Warren County. And I believe we've got a full timeout here once again. 32-20, DeKalb County. Ready for the unexpected. The pros at Cookville Regionals Urgent Care. The uh-ohs and oh-nos can happen any time of the day. Cookville Regional Medical Center understands this. That's why they've expanded their urgent care hours. Now serving you 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Monday through Sunday. They even offer imaging services so you can bypass the ER. 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Seven days a week. Cookville Regional Medical Center. Ready for the unexpected. It's the way we care. Once again, 6.20 remaining here in this first half. DeKalb County has grown the lead to 12 points. It's 32-20 to 20 in favor of the Lady Tigers. Lady Pioneers still trying to fight for it as they inbound the ball on their side of the court. Goes to McBride and it's back out to Reynolds who passes it down in towards the paint to Garibaldi who throws it out to Verge who takes a long jumper and is no good. But Garibaldi follows it up with her own offensive board and puts it up and in. Her first two points of the game. Lead has cut, been cut back down to 10. 32-22, six minutes remaining. Ella Van Franken gets it out to Ag on the left wing again. Takes another deep three but is off the mark and it is brought down by Verge. Verge gets it to Garibaldi, who gets it out to Medley, who's dribbling on the left side. Gets it down in the left corner to Trinity Reynolds, who drains her a three of her own. Lead that was once 12 is down to 7. 5.30 remaining here, 32-25. Ella Van Franken takes it across the court, gets it out to the paint, passes it out to Brandon, who passes it across the court to Allie Melton for a three-pointer, number 14. Lead is back up to 10, 35-25. Pass from Garibaldi down towards the middle of the court is blocked, and Ella Van Branken is going to take it down the court and is going to be fouled on the shot. McBride's got her first foul of the game as Ella Van Vranken's first free throw of this round of two rattles in and out, and it's no good. Bree Taylor back in for Warren County on two fouls. Van Vranken's second shot is up and good. That's her up to nine points now. 36-25 with five minutes left here to go. Taylor gets a pass from Verge down in the paint, and her shot is up and no good. Rebounded by Ag. 
AG swarmed early but gets it out to Melton, who gets it in the hands of Ella, Ella Van Franken, who takes it across the court. Up at the top of the key, gets it out on the right corner to Melton, who gets it right back to Ella Van Franken. Van Franken gets the ball stolen by Garibaldi. Garibaldi's going to fake a layup, puts it up with the left hand, no good, gets her own board, no good once again, gets it again, high off the backboard, no good, gets her offensive rebound again, and now passes it out of bounds. What a offensive board machine was Garibaldi right there. Just couldn't find the bottom of the net. Score will still stay 36-25. A little under 430 remaining here in the second quarter. What a possession right there off the fast break. No good. Ella Van Franken gets her pass stolen, intended for Melton, and it goes in the hands of Medley. Medley gets it out. I couldn't even tell who that was. Trinity Reynolds, and the shot is no good, and it is back in the hands of DeKalb. Ella Van Franken up at the top of the key. Drives left, spins right, finds Brandon in the right side corner, and her three is up and good. Make it seven points for Brandon, and a 14-point lead has grown here. 39-25. As soon as Pioneers get it, Lady Pioneers get it across the court, there is a foul. And that one is going to go on A.G., her first of the game. Some scores of interest here. Upperman leads Providence Christian 19-17, and Macon County leads Community at half 19-15. Ball still in the hands of Warren County. 340 left here, 39-25. DeCab leads. Garibaldi's got it up at the logo, gets it out back to Griffith, gets it back out to Garibaldi up at the top of the key. Garibaldi passes it to the corner where Griffith is, and her three bounces off the side of the rim, bounces off the backboard, and finds the bottom of the net. That's three threes for Griffith. 39-28 DeKalb. 3.15 remaining in this second quarter. Agee's got it at the top of the key, gets it down to Brandon. Brandon passes it out to Melton. Melton way back out to Agee, and once again, another three. Lead back up to 14. It's 42-38. And a long pass by the Pioneers is in and out of the hands of Medley. Ball goes back to the Lady Tigers with 2.59 remaining in this first quarter. Or in the first half, excuse me. Chloe Van Franken back in the ball game gets it to Ella. Ella takes a long three from the left wing and it's no good. Rebound pulled down by Griffith. Griffith takes it across the timeline. Gets it down towards the paint, and her pass is deflected and will stay in the hands of the Lady Pioneers. Garibaldi to inbound here. 2.40 remaining once again, 42-28, Lady Tigers. She finds Bree Taylor on the left corner, and her three is up and good. Make it seven points for Taylor. Lead down to 11, 2.30 remaining. Ella Van Franken's got the ball crossing the court. Gets it out to A.G. on the right wing. Way deep three is no good, but she is fouled on it. Griffith called for the foul, and we will shoot three here. A.G. already up at nine points. Been big from three early and often. Her first shot is up and good. Make it 10 points for Avery Agee in this first half. 43-31 with 2.22 remaining. Still got two shots left for Agee. Her second shot is up, and it rolls back in. 
Trinity Reynolds checking back in for Brindley Griffith for the Lady Pioneers. Third shot is up and good. Lead is back up to 14. 2.20 remaining as Warren County takes it across court. And ball is tipped up, and we have got a jump ball, and it will go to DeCab. Bree Taylor got tied up with Ella Van Franken. 2.16 left here, 45-31. DeCab County. The Van Franken sisters take it across court together, setting up some plays with 2.10 left. Chloe Van Franken passes it out to the left side to her sister, and she passes it across court to Avery Agee, who again passes it across court to Melton. Melton gets it out to Ella Van Franken, who drives down the left baseline. Her shot is up and no good. Offensive rebound by Brandon is, and she puts it back up for a layup, up and good. Lead is up to 16. And taking it across court, Warren County steps out of bounds thanks to the pressure by DeCab. DeCab has once again forced a turnover. 16-point lead with 140 remaining. Ella Van Franken takes it across the court. Calls for AG to move. AG moves. She passes it to the left corner where Chloe Van Franken is. Her three is up and no good. Offensive board by Brandon once again. And her pass attempt is tipped and caught by Garibaldi who tries to get it to Medley down on the other side and it's stolen by Chloe Van Franken. Lots of turnovers early. Van, Chloe Van Franken takes it down the left side of the paint and she is fouled. That was a little bit of a weird one. It, it looked like Bree Taylor's hands were at her side for the most part and she gets called for the foul. That's her third of the game. Alexia Ross and Macy McBride back in for Warren County, taking the spots of Medley and Taylor. 116 left. It's a 16-point game, 47-31 in favor of the Tigers, or the Lady Tigers, excuse me. Inbound goes to Ella Van Branken, who's immediately double-teamed, and she gets it out to A.G. on the left corner. Back out to the left wing. Ella Van Branken takes a deep three and cans it. Make it 12 points for Ella Van Branken. It is a 19-point lead. Warren County wants to make it quick, and Alexia Ross's pass is tipped for a moment, and she recovers it, and there is another foul on the court. Agee's got her second foul of the of the half, and it is 58.6 seconds left. It's 50-31 in favor of the Tigers. Or the Lady Tigers, excuse me. Tess Barton back in the game for Avery Agee. Inbound here from the Lady Pioneers. Gets out to Trinity Reynolds in the left corner. Gets it back up to Alexia Ross. Alexia Ross's pass is tipped by Melton and recovered by Brandon. Brandon takes it down the court, and she dribbles out of bounds with some incoming pressure. Now 49 seconds left. Still a 19-point lead here for DeKalb County. Inbound from Garibaldi goes to Reynolds. Reynolds' pass towards McBride is... Incomplete, and it is another foul on Warren County. That one on Alexia Verge. Her second of the half. Chloe Van Franken gets it to Ella Van Franken as we have ticked under 40 seconds left in this first half. Ella Van Franken dribbling it out up towards the logos. 30 seconds now. Pass it out to the left corner where her sister Chloe is, and Chloe Van Franken. 
once again finds the bottom of the net for three. She is up to 13 points. Warren County inbounds it to Garibaldi. Garibaldi gets it out to McBride up at the far right side. She gets it in the verge in the paint, and her shot is off the front of the rim and no good. Ten seconds left. Ball in the hands of Ella Van Franken, way on the left wing. She makes some moves. Five seconds left. Passes it cross court to Brandon. She finds Chloe Van Franken. Ella Van Franken takes a deep three. And it is no good as the buzzer sounds. A, the lead for DeKalb County has grown to 22 points. It's 53-31 in favor of the Lady Tigers here at halftime. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company. Proud supporters of our local athletes. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. A championship team. Tier 1 celebrates the Upperman Bees, the best on the field and off. Tier 1 is proud to provide championship care to the athletes of the Upper Cumberland. They understand the hard work, sweat, and pain that goes into a championship run. Every day, Tier 1 helps athletes of all ages get back into action. Tier 1, a championship team of board-certified sports medicine physicians. Proud to celebrate our Upperman Bees and all our local football teams on an amazing season. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Tier 1 Halftime Report on Sports Radio 104.7 live from DeKalb County with the score of 53-31 in favor of DeKalb County leading the Warren County Lady Pioneers. The Middle Tennessee Natural Gas High School Basketball Game of the Week continues. Checking the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard, Warren County got on the got on the board first, but man, that turned around quick as they as a three ball from Chloe Van Vranken stopped that scoring. And the Lady Tigers have really not looked back. They've been draining threes like crazy, have been hitting their free throws at the line when needed. And it has grown to a 22-point lead here early. In story of the first half, the Van Vranken sisters combined for 25 points. I believe each of them have hit at least two threes as well, if my counting is correct. So the deep ball has been imperative for this DeKalb County squad and has been a big-time reason as to why they lead by so much. 
Be sure to stop by Frontier Chevrolet Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. Once again, checking the key half, key first half stats with one bank. The Van Brankens, again, combined for 25 early in this first half. Avery Agee has 11 points of her own, and Cam Brennan for the Lady Tigers also has nine points early. In the side of the Warren County Lady Pioneers, Brinley Griffith has three threes of her own, carrying with nine points, leading the Lady Pioneers. Bree Taylor has seven points, including a three of her own, but is also in a little bit of foul trouble. Three fouls early, and it's not been looking great. Alexia Verge has had some luck and good shots up in the paint. She's got four points, and she's also got two fouls as well. Brinley Griffith, also another... Lady Pioneer with two fouls. As some as for some scores of interest, we've got Providence Christian. Again, last time I checked, it is still on Coach T right now. Upperman leads Providence Christian 19-17. That's a good one. Upperman 6-0, Providence Christian at 5-1. Also got Macon County, again, as from what I've last heard, it's 19-15 in favor of Macon County over community. And as most recent, Clark Range and Oneida are tied at 19 at the half. Some low-scoring affairs across the way, but, man, do we have one lighting up the scoreboard here. That's a look at the stats from One Bank, the One Bank for all your financial needs. Junior Zoe Gwynn, DeKalb County Girls Soccer. Zoe, first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? First thing I do when I wake up in the morning, unplug my phone. Okay, that's absolutely fair. Now, are you a one alarm or like a 12 alarm person? One alarm. You just jumping out of bed? I lay there for a few seconds and then I'm out, but I don't don't repeat my alarms. How do you do that, Zoe? You just get up? Yeah. (laughs) All right, what's what's next? You're out of bed, now what do we gotta do? Is it pick our outfit, is it go eat breakfast? Yeah, they get our outfit, put some clothes on, and then brush our teeth, and all right. Now, you said brush your teeth. Do you do that before or after you eat breakfast? <laughs> I know. So tough. So, tough. Sometimes I'll do it before, and then I'll eat, and then I'll brush my teeth after, which doesn't make no sense. No, it makes absolutely no sense. What's for <laughs> breakfast? Dream scenario. What's your favorite breakfast? Probably going to like the Hardee's and get a bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, grabbing on the way. Yeah. All right, all right. Did you pick your outfit out the night before, or is it like grab whatever's available in the morning? It can be somewhat both, because I like to make sure I know it the next morning sometimes, or sometimes I'm like, I'm just picking up something in the morning. (laughs) You make that decision the night before, like, tonight is a lay it out night, no, I'm just going to grab it in the morning. Depends on, that's fair. All right, so we we get to practice, we go through our day. Are you grabbing something on the way home, or are you eating at home for dinner? depends i mostly eat at home most nights and some nights i'll eat out but what's your what's your favorite thing on like at home dream dinner you're gonna have whatever you want it's your favorite macaroni and cheese buy some mashed potatoes Ooh, okay all right very yummy what 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 do you like to put on your mashed potatoes is it gravy is it nothing pepper some salt and pepper salt and pepper no gravy all right how do you like your chicken fried or grilled fried fried all right what time are we going to bed zoe when the heck do we are we getting enough sleep depends on what time i get off work depends on if i don't have work i go to bed pretty early like maybe 10 o'clock and then okay just depends on the night if you do work how late 
Uh, it depends. I get off maybe at sometimes 11 or 12. So I go home. Take Where do you work? Sonic. <laughs> this is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. We are grateful for our wonderful customers and wish everyone in the communities we serve a joyous holiday season. May this be a time of peace, hope, and happiness for you and your families. Please note that our offices will be closed on Monday, December 25th and Tuesday, December 26th, so our employees can celebrate with their families. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Twin Lakes. The pros behind our stars. The men and women of Cookville Regional Sports Medicine. Taking care of our local athletes. Getting them game ready. Preventing injuries. Using the latest technology. State-of-the-art care right here at home. That all leads to big plays. On the field. On the court. At the course. The men and women of Cookville Regional Sports Medicine. Behind our local athletes. Make an appointment to see our trainers. For maximum performance in all stages of your development. Cookville Regional. It's the way we care. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice-cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? The high school game of the week. We are Upper Cumberland Sports. Sports Radio 104.7, W282AG Cookville, WKXDHD3 Monterey, a Stonecom station. We are still on pace to see a 100-point ball game here tonight. DeKalb County puts up 53 points in the first half and leads 53-31 over the Warren County Lady Pioneers. And this game so far has been decided by the three ball in the hands of DeKalb County and the turnovers on both sides mainly emphasize towards Warren County. Both teams have been using the full court press on inbounds passes and it has worked for both squads. Each one's being able to tip passes get the ball away from the opposing squad, and I think being able to contain those is going to be able to allow Warren County to maybe work this thing back towards a more competitive ball game. Still, everybody given, nobody's given an edge to another squad as we have started this third quarter, and Warren County is going to start with the ball. Garibaldi's got it up at the top of the key, gets it out to Miranda Medley on the side, gets it out to McBride in the left corner, and the defensive board is going to be reeled in by Barton. And we have got a jump ball, and that will go in favor of DeKalb County. Again, early, just 20 seconds into this second quarter, 53-31 in favor of the Lady Tigers. Ella Van Vranken takes it across the court, gets it down to Cam Brandon, who tries to find Barton down low, but gets it the pass tipped away, and it is now in the hands of Brinley Griffith going down the court. And she finds Medley in the right corner, and she hits a three of her own. 
Six points for Miranda Medley, and the lead has been cut to 19. Ella Van Franken takes it across the court and takes it all the way to the rack on the left side with the left-hand finish. 14 for Ella Van Franken. Just about a minute past here. Lead is 21. Pass from Garbaldi finds Medley back in the corner for another three. That's two quick threes here in the second half. DeKalb County finds Ella Van Franken on the left side corner, and that one is no good, and it is recovered by Griffith. Griffith's pass towards Medley on the side of Warren County is errant, and it goes back in the hands of Chloe Van Franken. Chloe Van Franken up at the top of the key, drives right to the right wing, passes it out left to the left wing to her sister Ella. Ella back up towards the logo here, trying to run a play here. 6.20 remaining, 55-37 DeKalb County. Gets it to Martin up by the free throw line. She spins, looking for a pass here. She gets it out to Ella Van Franklin on Van Franken on the right wing. She drives it across the court, finds Barton down low, goes up and under the basket for her fifth point of the game. Lead back up to 20 with six minutes remaining here. McBride gets it across the court. She finds Medley across the court once again on the left side. Ball passed around the top of the around the horn pretty much, and it finds Brindley Griffith in the right corner, and the three is no good. Ball back in the hands of the Lady Tigers. Once again, this is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. It's a 20-point deficit for the Warren County Lady Pioneers. The cab. Chloe Van Vranken finds Ella Van Vranken in the right corner who drives back up towards the wing, and then she drives inside, and she's fouled on the layup. Garbaldi called for her second foul of the contest, and that's the first foul of the quarter. Ella Van Franken at the line once again. Her first shot is up and no good. Ella Van Franken up at 14 points. Chloe Van Franken at 13. Combining for nearly half of the Lady Tigers' points as the second one is up and good for Ella Van Franken. Make it 15. I'm not sure what just happened. We just saw an inbound from Warren County, and then it looked like one of the rest was just not prepared, and they will get it at half court as Taylor gets it inbounds to Macy McBride. 58-37 in favor of the Lady Tigers. 5.15 left in this third quarter. Medley gets it up at the top of the key, dribbles it back out towards the logo. She's on the left side, passes it to Garbaldi up at the left side. She passes it across to Macy McBride. And her pass is tipped by Chloe Van Vranken. And Van Vranken is fouled trying to dribble it back out. That's going to be again on Garbaldi. Her third now, her second in this quick second quarter, or third quarter, excuse me. Ball inbounded to Ella Van Vranken. Crossing the logo now. 4.55 left. It's 58-37 to Cab County. She dribbles it out to the right side from a screen by Brandon. She dribbles it back left up at the top. Finds A.G. on the left wing. A.G. dribbles it across. Is at the right wing now. She's going towards the right corner. She backs back into the lane. She's looking for Barton. Gets the ball stolen by Garbaldi. And Garbaldi immediately walks trying to find an open lady. 
And again, point of it, trying to get rid of those costly turnovers, and it is back in the hands of DeKalb County with 4.35 left here in the second quarter. AG the inbound. She finds Brandon on the right corner, and she finds Chloe Van Franken, whose pass is almost taken away, but she recovers it, gets it to her sister. Now back out to Chloe, and she misses long on the three ball. AG had the rebound, but falls over, trips over a lady pioneer, and it goes into the hands of Bree Taylor. Crossing the court, gets in the hands of Brindley Griffith, whose three is no good. Ball is on the ground. Brandon comes up with the rebound and fights it away and gets it into the hands of Chloe Van Branken. And now Ella Van Branken's going to take it across the court. And we've got a timeout for DeKalb County. It's 30, excuse me, it's 58-37 with 3.58 left here. And we've got a full timeout here, so we're going to take a short little break. DeKalb up by 21. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. Back again here into Cab County. It's again a 21-point lead for the Lady Tigers. It's 58-37. 3.58 left here in the third quarter. Warren County still trying to find their footing here and get back in this one. Ball is in the hands of DeKalb County as Ella Van Branken takes it across the court after the inbound. She gets a screen from A.G. She goes on the left side, goes up with the left hand, and her shot is no good, but she is fouled by Brindley Griffith, number two for Warren County. That's going to be Griffith's fourth of the contest. Ella Van Vranken's first one is off the back iron and no good. And Griffith will take a seat and McBride will come back in for the Lady Pioneers. Ella Van Vranken trying to find the bottom of the net. Second one is up and no good. Rebounded by Medley. Medley on the left side takes it across the court on the left wing. She finds Taylor in the corner. Taylor brings it back out. She finds Reynolds. Reynolds moving it around up top a bunch. She finds it back to Medley. Gets down to Taylor in the paint. Taylor tries to spin around, couldn't find anybody. Back out to Medley for a three at the top of the key, and it hits. Make it 12 points for Medley as this ball game is back down to 18 points. 58-40 in favor of the Lady Tigers. Ella Van Franken takes it down the lane, and as soon as I'm saying it, the lead is back up to 20. That's 17 for Ella Van Franken. 60 to 20, or 60 to 40, excuse me. And the ball is laid up and in. By Oleksik. Her first two points of the game. 2.45 left. Ella Van Vranken takes it across the court, and her left-handed layup is no good, but the offensive board is grabbed by Brandon. Brandon gets it back out to A.G. up by the logo. She drives it right. She's going to back out and finds Ella Van Vranken up at the logo once again. 
She finds Chloe Van Franken on the left wing. She passes it down to Brandon on the left post. Gets it back out to Ag at the right wing. Ag tries to run in, but she's blocked by McBride. And Taylor comes up with the steal on the deflected pass. She's going to look for Medley down the lane, but she's going to miss long. And the ball is going to be back in the hands of DeKalb. Allie Melton back in the game for DeKalb. Taking the spot of Ag. Verge back in for Taylor on the Warren County side of things. Ella Van Franken comes across the court, goes behind the back on the drive, and but her shot is up and no good. Verge comes down with it, got, has three defenders on her, but finds Medley on the outlet pass. Medley's going to take it across court from the right wing, and her three is up and no good. Barton comes down with the defensive board. 150 left here. It's 60-42 to 42 in favor of DeKalb County. Ella Van Franken finds Chloe Van Franken on the left wing. She passes back out to Barton up at the top of the key. Finds Ella Van Franken deep on the right wing. Her shot is up and no good, and it is rebounded by Macy McBride. Medley comes cross court. She finds Reynolds, and her about 12-foot jumper is no good. Had a f- almost a fight for the board, but it's going to go out off of DeKalb County, and Warren County is going to have it right under the basket. Passes out to Reynolds in the right corner. She finds McBride way up top. She finds Medley. Medley's going to dribble it back out. She finds Verge. Verge back out to Medley, and Medley hits another three. 15 points for Medley. And the lead is down to 15. 108 left here at 60-45. to 45. Chloe Van Vrecken gets it across the court. She goes spin move, and she goes down the lane, and she's fouled on her layup attempt. Attempt was no good. But, so she'll get two at the line. She's walking back a little bit slowly. Got smoked in the face, seemingly. Probably not too, not feeling too great after that one. But she wipes the nose, gives the nod to the ref, and she will take her first shot. First shot is up and good. Drains the first one. That's her first points in quite some time, but she is now back up to 14 points. It's 61-45 in favor of DeKalb. Second shot is good. It's 15 for Chloe Van Vranken. Warren County's Garbaldi gets it across the court, and she gets it towards the paint, but no good. Gets it out to Alexia Verge, and her shot is no good. Ball is on the ground fighting for it, and we have got a jump ball, and that is going to stay in the hands of Warren County. We've got 47 seconds left here in the third quarter. 62-45, Lady Tigers. Inbound, taking quite some time. It finds Trinity... Reynolds. Reynolds gets it to Verge. Verge finds McBride. McBride's going to take it down the right side. Her shot is way off the glass, and it's no good. Medley finds it back again, thanks to Garbaldi. Medley drives. Her shot is no good, and the ball is back in the hands of DeKalb County. 25 seconds left to go in this third quarter. 62-45. Ella Van Vranken trying to make some moves. Gets a screen from Melton, but doesn't do too much with it. Down to 15 seconds. She's across. Still up by the timeline. She's double teamed. She finds Brandon on the left side. Finds Chloe Van Vranken, and she hits a deep three on the left side. 
That's 18 for Chloe Van Franken, and that is going to do it for our third quarter. Lead is back up to 20 points. It's 65-45 to Cab when we come back. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet, just off Highway 111 near Livingston. Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. We've started your fourth quarter here at 7.35 left. A deep three by A.G. was no good in the hands of DeCab, who's now who's leading still 65-45. And Three was no good, but it's going to stay in the hands of DeCab after it goes off a Lady Pioneer. Brindley Griffith back in the game. Four fouls. AG going to inbound. Looking for Barton and finds her down in the semicircle. Barton is fouled early once again. That foul is going to go on Verge. That is, let's see what number that is. If I've got it right, it's her third. Yes, her third indeed. 7.27 left at 65-45. 20-point lead for DeKalb County. We've seen an onslaught of scoring in the first half. Only 12 points in that third quarter total for the Lady Tigers. Ella Van Franken finds Barton up at the logo. She finds A.G. on the left wing. She dumps it back down to Barton on the left side of the paint. Ball is tipped and it is back in the hands of A.G. out to Ella Van Vranken on the left corner. Ella Van Vranken brings it back up to the logo. Looks to reset here with 7-10 remaining in the game. Still dribbling up at the top. She goes left. She's going to go towards the lane. She's going to go up for a shot and is fouled by Verge once again. Verge a little unhappy on that one. That's her fourth. With a little over seven minutes left here. That's two Lady Pioneers with four fouls. Griffith and Verge both there. As Ella Van Vranken is going to take another free throw. Once again off. Hasn't had too much luck at the line as Taylor comes back in for Verge for Warren County. Started off great at the line. Hit her first three but hasn't been too great since as her second one is up and good. Make it 18 points 
for Ella Van Franken in this one. Ties with her sister now. Inbound goes to Griffith. Griffith finds Garbaldi. Garbaldi gets it down to Reynolds in the left corner. Reynolds going to dribble it back out. Goes back in. Goes up and under for a layup is no good. Is rebounded by Griffith. Griffith finds Reynolds once again who gets it out to Medley on the right side who gets it back out to Reynolds, but her three is up and no good. Ag comes down with it, is immediately trapped, and then on her way across the court, Garibaldi comes up with a steal. She drives on the left side, finds Medley in the corner, couldn't come up with it, and now it's back in the hands of Griffith, and now in with Taylor. Griffith back up at the top of the key. Oh my goodness, what a long three from Medley right there, but it is off the mark. I'm talking a good 35, 40 feet out. That was a prayer if I've seen one. And the Cavs now got it. Ella Van Vranken drives down the lane, but passes it back out to A.G. on the right side. Both in the corner now, still trapped. A.G. drives towards down the right side baseline, gets it to Barton, whose shot is up and no good, and we have a foul up under the basket. I believe that is going to go on to Cab. Let's see who it is. Looks like that one is on A.G. And the ball is going to be back in the hands of Warren County. 66-45 with under six remaining here. DeCab looking to hang on to this one. Warren County gets the ball across the court, but the ball is tipped up, and A.G.'s got it. She finds Chloe Van Vranken, and she lays it up and in on the other side. Make it 20 points for Chloe Van Vranken. Warren County still trying to figure things out. Down 23. 5.30 left here. Ball on the left side at Medley. Medley goes across the court. She looks towards the paint, but the pass is tipped, and it will be still Lady Pioneer ball. 5.27 left. 68.45. We've got some subs coming in now. Brandon back in, and Brooklyn Fuson is back, is in in the game now. Barton is now out and Ella Van Franken is out. Deep three in the left corner off the inbound by Griffith is off the mark and it goes back in the hands of the Lady Tigers. Chloe Van Franken crosses the court up at the top of the key. She drives down the left side of the lane. She finds Fuzan no good on the short jumper. Brandon finds an offensive board and is no good and the ball is still in the hands of the cab Chloe Van Franken goes up with one in the snow goodness. Back in the hands of the Lady Pioneers. Griffith pulls up from the right side wing, and her three is good. 12 points for Griffith. Still fighting out there with four fouls. It's a 20-point game now. Chloe Van Franken goes up for a quick layup on the other side and is fouled. That's going to be on Taylor. That's going to be her fourth foul. And Chloe Van Franken's going to shoot two here. Her first one's up and good. That's going to make it 21 points. It's 69-48 with 4.45 left. Second shot is up and good as well. Four fourth quarter points for Chloe Van Franken. And Verge is back in for Taylor for the Lady Pioneers. It's 70-48. to Cab still in a full court press as the inbound goes to McBride, who finds Reynolds on the right side corner, who gets it out to Verge at the top of the key, who finds Medley on the left wing. 
Ball is moving around at a fast pace now, and that finds Griffith on the left side wing, and that is no good. Brandon corrals it in for the defensive rebound. Score of interest, York Institute girls beat Oakland 54-21 as we wind down here. 4-15 remaining at 70-48, Lady Tigers. Chloe Van breaking up at the top of the key, guarded by Medley. She drives down the lane, passes it out to Brandon, finds Melton in the left corner, no good. Verge comes down with the defensive rebound. Warren County back across the court. Griffith passing it around. McBride gets it out to Reynolds for a corner three on the right side. No good. Chloe Van Vranken comes down with it. Again, Van Vranken, 22 points here, outscoring the older sister. That'll be a fun one at dinner this evening. 335 left here, 70 to 48 still. AG up at the top by the logo. She fakes right, goes left. She goes down the down towards the lane. Fusan gets it. She passes it back out to Brandon. Fusan's going to take a long two. No good. Verge gets the long rebound. Back in the hands of McBride. McBride's going to take it across the court. She finds Griffith for the deep three on the right side. No good. Verge looking for it. Doesn't get the offensive board. It's back in the hands of Melton. Melton gets it back out to Chloe Van Franken up at the top of the logo. Gets it to Brandon. Brandon cuts across court. She hands it off to Melton, still up at the top of the key as we have crossed three minutes left here. She gets it down to Fusan, who looking for it. She gets it back out to Brandon for a deep three off the mark, and Medley is going to get the rebound. She's going to take it across the court. She gets fouled going towards the basket, and I don't think that will be a shooting foul. That will be on the floor. Foul is going to be on Melton. That's her first. Another score of interest, Pickett County beat Russell County, Kentucky, 83-45. Big-time score there in favor of Pickett County. AG is checked out. Brandon is checked out. Clearing the bench here. Bella Rackley in. As well as Hannah Brown. And Michaela Scales out there for the Lady Tigers. 70-48. 2.40 left here. Shot by shot by Zoe Verge, younger sister, I believe, of Alexia Verge, is no good down in the paint. And DeKalb brings it back, but is immediately tipped and stolen by Zoe Verge. Ball goes to Wanamaker, who finds it back out to Griffith in the right corner for another three ball. Make it 15 for Griffith. Griffith's trying to make some noise here. It's 70-51 to 51 with two minutes left. Ball is tipped on the defensive side by Chloe Wanamaker of Warren County, and the ball is going to stay in the hands of DeCab. Scales to inbound here. She finds Rackley in the left corner. Rackley mishandles it but gets it back, gets it out to Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown is going to be fouled by Griffith, and I believe that's going to do it for Griffith on the night. Her fifth, she is out of this ball game. And Addison Stakely, a freshman guard, is going to be coming in for Warren County. Ref still trying to figure things out. Still haven't subbed in our new player. She Griffiths is fouled out. Now we get her on the court, and we can continue play. It's 70-51, 2.04 left here. DeCab looking to hang on here, looking to extend the lead here. Still fighting hard down there. Fusan gets it in the paint. 
and the ball is going to be tipped away, and she loses it. Going to be in the hands of the Lady Pioneers. Got the second teams out here. Wanamaker is going to take it across the court. She goes to the left for Verge. She goes deep, and it's no good. Offensive rebound tried by Verge, and it's swatted out of bounds by her own self. Inbound going to be in the corner. Going to be a tough one there for DeKalb. Only one person down there. And Brown is going to take it across the court. Brown covered early and often by Stakely. Some good defense up at the top of the key. Haley Simpson back in there. Ball is going to be out of bounds. And it's still going to stay with DeKalb County with 1.30 left. 70-51. Brown going to take it across the court now. She's covered by Stakely. She finds she finds Scales, who dribbles and drives across the court, but is stolen in her own paint. Verge brings it back out. She finds Wanamaker down the right baseline. She goes up and in. Two tough points there for Wanamaker. She wanted that basket, and she got it. Ball is stolen now by Valerie Esparza. Ball goes up and under and is good for Haley Simpson. Two points. It's 70-55 with 54 seconds left. Still making it interesting here. Brown's got it across the court. She finds it to Rackley, but Rackley mishandles it, and it is back in the hands of Warren County. And DeCab has taken a timeout. Things have changed here, of course, This game is pretty much out of hand. It's 70-55 with 45 seconds left here. But there is still some fight in the hearts of the Lady Pioneers. A lead that was once up to 24 is down back to 15. Things are still looking feisty out there. Of course, the second squads are still out there. First teams have taken their seat for the night. But, man... The competitiveness is still in the air here. Again, a standing room only crowd here out in Smithville, out in DeKalb County. Great showing from both both sides, fan bases. And we have now resumed play. Warren County's got the ball. Wanamaker's going to drive it all the way across the court from the inbound. She's going to go on the right side. She passes it back out to Zoe Verge. Fakes a three on the left side. She passes it back out to Esparza. And Esparza misses the three. But she goes up, she gets her own offensive rebound and is fouled on the putback. 32 seconds left. Esparza goes up with her first shot and is good. Lead down to 14. 32 seconds left. It's 70 56. Esparza gets her first, gets her two free throws, and it's a 13 point game. Inbound goes to Fasan. Fasan gets the ball stolen. Wanamaker wanting to make it a ball game here. That's another layup. 25 seconds left. It's 11 points. DeKalb gets it across the timeline. Ball is almost stolen, but ends up back in the hands of Brown. With 15 seconds left. Shot is up and no good from deep. Ball is tipped around under the basket, and it is going to, waiting on a signal here, it's going to stay in the hands of DeKalb County. 10.9 seconds left. The lead host wants 24 is down to 11. Inbound down low. Pass back out to Brown, and I believe that's going to do it. Still fighting for a, for the ball here. Warren County is still looking for it, and that is going to just about do it here. That is going to wrap things up for this women's matchup here 
the Cab County Lady Tigers take this one over the Warren County Lady Pioneers, 70-59. We'll be back here with some in-between game action. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice, get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. This is David Price, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. The holidays are a wonderful time to count the many blessings of this year. And if you're a small business owner, it's also a time to be planning for next year. Twin Lakes would love to help with fast, reliable, gig speed, broadband, and voice packages, all at prices that will have you counting even more blessings. Give me a call today at 931-476-2151 or visit TwinLakes.net to learn how Twin Lakes can transform your business today. Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7 sees DeKalb County now stand at 4-3 back in the over 500 club as the Lady Tigers defeated the Warren County Lady Pioneers 70-59. Had a big-time performance from the Van Brankens, combining for 40 points in this one. Over, I guess, four-sevenths of the points that were scored by the Lady Tigers were in the hands of the Van Franken family tonight had some great three-point shooting from both of those sisters as well as that of Avery Agee who took home 11 points tonight as well as on the other side Brinley Griffith had 15 points as well as Miranda Medley for Warren County both of those girls came home with 15 points many of those points coming off of threes in fact I think most of if not all of both of their 15 points came from the three ball score at, at the half was 53 to 31 so not a big time scoring second half for the Lady Tigers but a win is a win some late push by the Lady Pioneers made that one turn out to be a lot make the score look a lot closer than what the game actually was but once again showed no fight uh, plenty of fight from the Lady Pioneers there late despite being down by tons and tons of points were able to cut it, lead back down to 11 and as for some scores of interest, uh, let's see. For some scores of interest, if I can find some, that'd be nice if I could pay attention enough for that. 
There we go. Again, Pickett County takes down Russell County of Kentucky, 83-45. And Upperman hangs on for a win and moves to 7-0. Upperman wins 36-31. Another good one there. Macon County is going to take home a win over Community, 35-31. Some big-time finals out throughout the Upper Cumberland. Let's see what else we've got for you. Our post-game coverage continues here on Sports Radio 104.7. This game was decided by an outstanding performance from, I'm going to go with the Van Vranken sisters. Both of them put up, or Ella Van Vranken, the senior here, 18 points, had plenty of scoring early and often. Chloe Van Vranken had 22. The younger sister outscoring the older sister should be, again, like I said, should be a fun one at dinner tonight. Should be a fun conversation. Like, yeah, I, I beat you out. That should be should be a fun one. And another score of interest coming in. White County beats Saudi Daisy in the girls' matchup, 60 to 35. White County up to nine and zero. Team is looking dangerous early and often, as well as Cumberland County beating Walker Valley, 65 to 35. Two big time wins there, 25 and 30 respectively. And one final look at the stats. We also had some points coming in from Avery Agee. Had 11 of her own, and Cam Brandon dropping in nine points. Also had Allie Milton drop in three points for the Lady Tigers. On the other side, once again, Brindley Griffith and Miranda Medley both go for 15, combining for 30. Bree Taylor had all seven of her points in the first half, dropped in a three of her own, had seven points. Trinity Reynolds had three. Aubrey Alexic had two. Macy McBride had two. Valeria Sparza hit her two free throws. Jayla Garibaldi hit had two points. And Chloe Wanamaker coming in late had four points. And Alexia Verge, despite being in foul trouble, only four points in that first half. That's a look at the numbers presented by one bank. For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment so the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Xmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models, 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Cookville. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your new or pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Kira Reynolds, Pioneerettes, the dance team here at Warren County High School. Kira, what's your favorite memory from the last three years? Um, my favorite memory would definitely be winning state. Um, just putting in so much hard work and all the long practices and just working together. Like It's just really, it felt amazing to actually accomplish our goal. What was what was that moment like for you? If you think back in the moment, what was that feeling when you finally realized that you took home the big one? Just like so much like joy and like just feeling like 
almost like a weight was like off our shoulders because we were all so nervous and we all just really wanted this so bad. And when we finally got it, it was just like indescribable, really. So, what's the pressure like now this year, knowing that that goal is not only like something you could do, but you have done it? Well, it's. It's a little bit more than it was last year because we always want to do better than we did the year before. And so our goals are always higher. And we hope to win state again, but we also hope to make finals again for nationals and do better in that. So we're just trying to reach higher. <laughs> what gives you the confidence this year's team can be the team that not only wins a sta another state, but goes on and, and does better at finals? Well, um, just our team atmosphere we really do love each other we're like a family and we work really hard every day and I know a lot not a lot of people think that because we're dancers they're just like oh yeah you know they just they just dance but no it's it takes a lot and it's a lot of hard hours at practice on the football sidelines dancing for basketball games heck we did the baseball game one time like all kinds of stuff <laughs> what is the day in life of an answer like um, well, wake up, make sure you get all your stuff ready, not only for school, but for practice. Make sure you have the right practice clothes, your shoes, your palms. Make sure you have hair ties for your hair, any of the uniforms you might need, everything. And then, of course, you would have school. And then after that, you have practice from either 3 to like 5.30, sometimes 6. And during that time, we do palm, game day do all kinds of range of things that help us on the sidelines or for nationals. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. Tigers head coach Joey Agee expressed that scheduling was not an accident, and despite results, he is proud of his team. You know, we graduated six seniors last year, and uh, got you know basically three returning starters off of that team that were younger players, two seniors and one sophomore, and uh, you know a lot of a lot of greenery as far as like experience, uh, you know. But I think that you know as far as our players are concerned, we're probably a little bit more athletic than we were last year. We just gotta. You know, worked through some things uh, experience-wise, and I feel like you know, once once our younger guys get more experience, game time experience, then they'll they'll start developing a little bit uh, uh, of maturity in their game, and uh, you know, so I'm you know excited to see how the season's going to pan out for these guys. Warren County, on the other hand, has seen their season already come with highs and lows, opening 0 and 2, and then splitting the next four, beating White and Cannon counties while losing to Franklin County and York. 
Pioneers head coach Danny Fish discussed how he feels his team could be better this year, just lacks in-game experience. Yeah, I mean, we're, uh, you know, I think we're just still working out some kinks as we go, just like most people are early in the year. Uh, had a really good win last night, a really close game, hard-fought game, so proud of the kids for that. We, You know, we scheduled some teams early in the year uh, to challenge us, and it has been a challenge for us early, but... Um, you know, got beat by a really good uh, Wilson Central team, and we went over and played Providence Christian Academy, and so we've we've played some teams that are that are really good, and uh, it's challenged our kids. And you know, I've told them, you know, we didn't schedule, you know, we're not we weren't scheduling any cupcakes for them, so we wanted them to to be uh, uh, really ready to go when district play starts after Christmas. The Tigers host the Pioneers as both teams try to avoid an early season fifth loss in your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. Around the UC, we begin on the road as White County looks to get back to 500 up Highway 111 on the road at Saudi Daisy. Warriors head coach Eric Mitchell talked in length about his team without Trip Pinion being a very different squad. Well, uh, you know, anytime that you lose your, your starting point guard, you know, he was he was, uh, you know, MVP of the region last year. Anytime you lose, and he started for two years, he, ma- you know, he's the leader on the team. He he manages the game. Uh, you know, it's been it's been kind of a struggle. We we've had some bright moments, but uh, you know, it's just uh, we're having a, a tough time getting into our offense. And uh, you know, and 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 anytime that you lose a, a, a kid a kid of that caliber in a in a team sport, uh, you know, you got to make adjustments and this and that. So uh, you know, it's, it's been a real struggle so far. Monterey, just 1-6 on the year, has already suffered a 25-point loss to Van Buren, who they will visit this evening. The Eagles, in contrast, are 4-3 and three and hope to avoid falling back to 500. Head coach Dustin Sullivan says his team still has a lot of room to learn and grow. I think we still need to find an identity on defense. Um, we, we've been kind of sporadic and inconsistent there. At times we've looked really good, and at times we've looked uh, well below average. So... The Cavs have surprised people in the early season, defeating very good programs like Knox Webb, Farragut, and Green Hill. Tonight they stay home and test themselves against a Hendersonville team who wants to reach the 500 mark, having lost three of their last four. Cookville head coach Josh Hurd discussed his team's ability to make adjustments as one of the differences in the early season. You know, we're looking to get better each and every day, you know, and we have a strong, strong seven um, seven seven player rotation right now, and you know it means a lot that when you can go to the bench and your your team doesn't drop off, you know they stay the same or or in some cases get better, you know. So um, I'm, I'm eager to see us come out tonight, and uh, you know it's it's good that we have you know the players that were that were injured and down a little bit, you know ready ready to play. So, but I'm just eager to to see us as a team. Elsewhere tonight, York welcomes Oakland to Jamestown. Cumberland, the Jets, will see a group of Mustangs and Walker Valley come to town. Clark Range will try to get back to 500 on the road at Oneida. And Jackson will take a short trip to Red Boiling Springs. Scores throughout the night and a full recap tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. On Rock 93.7, it's the High School Playbook, live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. 
What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Ready for the unexpected. The pros at Cookville Regionals Urgent Care. The uh-ohs and oh-nos can happen any time of the day. Cookville Regional Medical Center understands this. That's why they've expanded their urgent care hours. Now serving you 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Monday through Sunday. They even offer imaging services so you can bypass the ER. 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Seven days a week. Cookville Regional Medical Center. Ready for the unexpected. It's the way we care. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Cap County, the Lady Tigers took took it home over the Warren County Lady Pioneers, 70 to 59, behind 40 combined points between Chloe and Ella Van Franken. Big time for that family tonight. And now we are just about to kick off action here in our second game of the evening between the men's teams. We've got DeKalb County and Warren County again just on the men's side. And for our one bank, one to watch here for this boys matchup, it's going to be Warren County's Alex Van Vuren, a three-sport athlete and a senior at Warren County. He's also the starting quarterback for the Pioneers and is also a starter on the baseball team. So big-time three-sport athlete over there. And they're going to be looking for him for his senior leader and presence out there. Again, the One Bank, One to Watch. One Bank helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One Bank member FDIC. And now for our starting lineups for Warren County. Once again, number 15, Alex Van Buren. Number 3, Trayton Terry. Number 14, Aaron Templeton. Number 23, Keaton Reno. And number 24, Devin Fish. And for the home squad tonight, DeKalb County, we've got number two, Jordan Parker. Number 10, John Hendricks. Number 14, Alex Antoniak. Number 15, Connor Close. And number 23, Dallas Kirby, as we are once again treated to another Lights Out show here. Have the purge horn going. Once again, standing room only. I am surrounded on all sides here, right in this gymnasium right now. I feel like I've got an ever more just pressure to be 
good at this. It's a wonderful feeling, though, to be back in action here. Cranking up here, we've got the lineups being announced now for DeKalb County. And once again, another person to look close to for DeKalb County is going to be Connor Close, the senior big man, 6'4", 190. He's going to be a big, pivotal piece today, and as he has been for the rest of these last three games, the three-game win streak that DeKalb County is on. The big key for them today is going to be feed him the ball down low and get him active on the defensive and offensive boards. That's going to be almost imperative to pull out a win here. Both, both teams with four losses fighting to not fall to five. Again, DeKalb looking for their fourth straight win here. Lucky, great to have the home atmosphere. Again, had some homecoming affairs earlier. Alex Antoniak, I believe, was crowned Baron or homecoming king from back where I'm at. That should come as a surprise. Connor Close coming in as a senior uh, representative for his class. But that is besides the point as we've got some more action here coming up in mere seconds now. We're getting really close here. Again, ladies matchup ended 57, or excuse me, 70-59 in favor of DeKalb County. Looking for the night sweep here are the Tigers. Again, getting close here. No cigar, here we go. Now we're jumping. Got some fist bumps going around, some good sportsmanship on the track and field co-op schools. Tip is up and goes in favor of DeKalb grabs it, and they are going to hold on to it. Yes, yes, they are going to hold on to it. Had some trouble down there, but the ball is going to be in favor of DeKalb. Parker's got it, moving it around. Hendricks has it now back to Antoniak and is now up. No, it's still in the hands of Parker on the left side. Parker drives and gets it back out to Kirby. Kirby in the paint. He finds Hendricks. Hendricks drives down the right side of the lane and drops it in for the two point, first two points of this one. Two points, John Hendricks. It's 2-0 with 7.30 remaining. Devin Fish moving with the ball now in the hands of Van Buren. Terry's got the ball up at the top of the key. He's got it back out to Keaton Reno. Reno looking to go in, moves it back out. Aaron Templeton back up towards the logo. Gets it in the hand of Reno on the left wing. Back up at, to Terry at the top of the key. Finds, and he finds Devin Fish who passes it back out to Templeton who takes a right corner three. It's 3-2 three in favor of the Pioneers. 6.50 remaining in this first quarter. Close, drives it from the left side, passes it, and kicks it back out to Antoniak. Gets it to Parker, back to Antoniak, up on the left wing. Antoniak picks up his dribble. It's Connor Close from three, right at the top of the key. No good. Long rebound goes to Parker on the offensive board. Kirby's got it on the right wing. He's going to drive in the lane. He's going to take a contested layup. No good. It's going to be back in the hands of Fish. Fish is going to take it up the left side. He's going to find Terry in the corner. Terry dribbling it back out. He takes a jump shot, and it's off the front of the rim. Offensive board by Reno. Reno misses his own putback, and it's back in the hands of Connor Close. DeKalb's got it with six minutes left here. Still 3-2 to two in favor of the Pioneers. 
Parker directing traffic from the top of the key. He's going to drive down the lane. He's going to spin move inside. He's going to get the shot blocked by Terry, and the ball is going to go back across court, and it's going to be back in the hands of DeCab. He's going to find, excuse me, Hendricks is going to find Close. Close is going to drive in, and off the jumper is no good. Fish is going to come down with the rebound. He's going to find Terry on the left wing. Goes down to the corner for Templeton, back up to Terry. Terry's going to dribble it back out towards the logo. 5.30 remaining in this first quarter. It's 3-2 still in favor of the Pioneers. Terry finds Templeton on the left wing. Templeton moves it back out to Terry up at the top of the key. He's going to take a deep three, and he's going to drain it. Three points. Trayton Terry. 6-2. Five minutes down, or five minutes now remaining in this first quarter. Pioneers up early. DeCab moving the ball around. It's in the hands of Antoniak. Antoniak gets it out to close up at the top of the key. Gets it back to Antoniak. Moving it around still. Kirby's got it. He gets it to the left corner where Hendricks is going to air ball a three in the corner. And Terry's going to come up with it on the other side. He's going to drive down, take a 14-foot jumper, and it's no good. Long rebound goes to close on the other side. He's going to take it down to the left corner. He's going to drive down the left baseline. Goes up with the right hand. No good. Offensive board looking for it was Antoniak couldn't come up with it. Van Vuren hangs on for it, and Fish now is going to take it across the court. Once again directing traffic. We're at 4.15 remaining in this first quarter. Fast moving. It's 6-2 Pioneers. Pass from Van Vuren almost goes errant, but it's corralled in by Terry. Terry on the right side wing. He's going to take it back across. Up at the top of the key. Another three from Terry. Trayton Terry's got two threes here early. And with under four minutes now, under over halfway through this quarter, 9-2 in favor of the Pioneers. Playing stout defense. And, and to, excuse me, Parker's got up at the top of the key. He passes it back out to Kirby on the left wing. He passes it to Parker, who finds close up at the top of the key, who finds Parker on the left wing. Long three is no good off the front of the rim, and the ball is going to turn back over in favor of the Pioneers. And we've got a timeout on the floor. It's 9-2. 3.37 left in the first quarter. 30-second timeout. Off to a hot start here once again. A wrap-up of this game and all the Friday night action. Saturday morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A. The high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on Rock 93-7. Once again, 9-2 early. 3.37 left in this first quarter. Pioneers putting up a fight. The Cavs still trying to find their footing. Haven't really been able to do too much on the offensive end. Shots haven't been falling. Balls haven't been rolling their way on the offensive glass. Pioneers drying up, trying up the floor right in front of their bench. Trying to still figure things out on that side. And it looks like almost back in play. Ref is calling for an inbounder. Looks like Devin Fish is going to be the one that is called on. Fish is going to inbound it to Templeton. And Templeton is going to take it down the court. Crossing the timeline now. 3.33 left in this first quarter. Fish has it now. Fish gets a screen from Reno. Fish is going to take it down the lane. 
and gets fouled on the layup. He goes right down the right down the hole, just could not finish it. But he's going to come up with two free throws here. Foul's going to be on Antoniak. His first of the game for both squads. Fish. Going to go up with the first one, and it, it clanks off the front of the rim and falls over into the net. 10-2 now. Eight-point lead for Warren County. Fish, once again, up and good. Make it make it nine points. It's 11-2. 3.24 left in this first quarter. DeCab still trying to find its footing. Parker takes it across half court, guarded closely by Terry. He finds a cutting Antoniak, and Antoniak is going to lay it up and in. 11-4 now with a little over three minutes remaining. Terry facilitating. Fish is going to take a three up at the top of the key, and he's going to drain it. Make it five points for Devin Fish in a row. Lead up to 10. Under three minutes now in this first quarter. It's 14 to 4. Fast moving quarter, unlike our last matchup. Antoniak finds close down the lane. He jams it. Connor close goes up and yams it home. Lead is down to eight now. Terry misses his layup on the other side. Close comes down with the rebound. He's going to find Parker down low. Parker goes up and under, and his layup goes up and in. 14 to 8. We've got some fight now. Footing has been found by the Tigers. 14 to 8 with 2.15 left. Templeton finds it, and he airballs it from a little bit inside the three point line. The crowds are really getting into it now. 2.07 left in this first quarter. Once again, 14 to 8, six point lead for Warren County. Jordan Parker taking it across the timeline for the Tigers. He's going to drive left. He drive right, excuse me. He finds close and hands it off. Close goes for three, and he airballs it. And that is going to be out of bounds. Nobody was there. Nobody was home to hang on to it. Devin Fish will inbound for Warren County. Templeton going to take it across the court once again. 140 left in this first frame. Reno gets the pass. He's up at the elbow on the left elbow. He passes it back out to Fish up on the right side. And we've got a foul call down low. Looks like it's going to be on the cab from the reaction. Parker is going to get his first of the match. Terry's going to inbound for Warren County. He finds Templeton. Templeton finds Van Vuren, who takes a deep three from the left side. No good. And Parker, immediately after the foul, comes up with his rebound. He's on the left side wing. Directed traffic. 120 left here. Still a six-point game. 14-8 in favor of Warren County. He finds Antoniak on the left side. Still looking for a man moving around. Gets back in the hands of Parker. Parker's guarded by Terry. He goes down the lane. He comes up short on his, on his jumper and is back in the hands of Templeton. Templeton's going to run it down. Terry's going to take a three from the left side. Barely misses. Ball's going to be back in the hands of Warren County. Really close play on the opposite end over here in the corner. Ball goes out of bounds off of the leg of DeKalb County thanks to an incredible play by Alex Van Vuren throwing it off the defender. Terry throws it in, and Templeton's got it way up top. Under a minute left now, 14-8. Terry on the left wing. 
He finds Fish up at the top of the key by the logo. Fish figuring things out now. He gets a screen from Reno. He's going to drive left. He spins back right across the lane. His layup is up and no good. Rebound fought for. Tipped out of bounds, and it's going to be back in the hands of the Tigers. Under 40 seconds now left in this first quarter. 14 to 8. Parker going to take his time crossing the stripe here. And we're there. 30 seconds left. Parker directing traffic. Waving guys back. Looking for an ISO here on Terry. Terry guards him close. He finds Hendricks on the right side wing, who's covered by Templeton. He's going to take a three. His is off the mark, and it's rebounded by Reno. Reno gets it to Terry with 10 seconds left. Terry's going to drive it across the lane on the other side. He finds Fish on the left wing. Fish no good from three. And the ball is going to go out of bounds. We've got .8 seconds left in this quarter. 14-8 still is going to be the score. And I believe that's going to just about do it. Let's see what we've got here. Ball is thrown way down court. Ball is tipped, and that's going to do it for this first quarter. Valiant effort at the end there, but that's, once again, going to do it for the first quarter. Warren County leads 14-8. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. The high school game of the week. We are Upper Cumberland Sports. Sports Radio 104.7, W282AG Cookville, WKXD HD3 Monterey, a Stonecom station. We're back here in the second quarter action after a foul on Hendricks on DeKalb. We find the cap with the ball back after an errant inbound from Terry, and we've got a layup by Antoniak, and the lead has been cut down to four. It's 14 to 10 with 30 seconds into this second quarter. Terry up at the top of the key. He's going to drive down the right side of the lane. His layup is off the mark, and it's going to be back in the hands of Parker going down the court, rebounded by Hendricks. Hendricks, he finds close. Right beyond the free throw line, but his shot is no good. And Terry's going to take it back for Warren County. Terry's got it. He's being pushed around pretty much. He dumps it off to Fish. Offensive three-second call. 
The Tigers are going to retain the ball once more. It's seven minutes left in this first half. It's 14 to 10. Pioneers still holding on to the lead. Parker still trying to figure things out for the Tigers. He finds Close at the right elbow. Close almost gets the ball stolen from him by his teammate. Close goes up for the turnaround jumper, and he drains it. Four points for Connor Close. It's a two-point game. 6.35 left here in the second quarter. Terry's driving the ball down the left side of the baseline. Passes out to Fish, who passes out to Templeton, whose three is off the mark from the right side. And Parker's got it once more. Again, this is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. 6.15 left in the second quarter. It's 14-12 Warren County. Parker gets it to Close, who gets it right back to, to Parker, whose long jumper is no good, and rebounded by Reno. We've got a defensive foul. I believe that's going to be on Parker, looking like a block. Terry was going down the right sideline and was almost pushed out of bounds, and we've got some subs coming in for Warren County. Devin Fish has the ball now. Deshaun Adams is back in, as well as Dylan Stepp, number 21. Number 32 is Deshaun Adams. Terry gets the ball at the top of the key. He sends Adams across the paint. Fish has the ball, 5.45 left in this first half. 14-12 up at the logo. Fish drives down the left side after careening around. He's going to go down the paint, and he is going to get a on-the-floor foul. I believe that one is also going to go on. I couldn't even tell who that one was on. Devin Fish gets the inbound. His his shot is up and no good. Foul was on Seth Foose, the number zero for DeKalb, who checked in. And he's going to take it across the half-court line. There he goes. Finally made it across. Ball's back in the hands of Antoniak, who gets it out on the right side to Hendricks, who finds Kirby, who almost finds a cutting Connor Close, but it is tipped out of bounds by Close. And now the Pioneers still have it. Fish is up at the top of the key, moving to the right side. Covered closely by Fusan, and he's going to be fouled. Got a blocking foul on Fusan. That's two quick fouls for for Fusan. Fusan. My apologies for getting that last name wrong. 5-0-1 remaining in this second quarter. Still 14-12 in favor of the Pioneers. Looking to get some more offensive action back. Haven't seen too much in this second quarter. Fish on the left side. He's going to drive towards the lane. He's going to be backed out. And he's going to lose his dribble out of bounds. Fusen with a good defense gets the ball back for the Tigers. And he's going to take it across the court now. 4.40 left as he crosses the timeline. He gets it to Antoniak, who finds Close at the left elbow. Antoniak, excuse me, Close is going to make a turnaround jump shot from the elbow. No good, and rebound is going to go to Van Buren. He gets it to Terry, who gets it out to Step, who misses a three from the left corner. 
And now DeCab has turned the ball over. Miscommunication on the transition ball. Fusen misses Antoniak as soon as he turns around. Ball back in the hands of the Pioneers with 4.15 left here. Still 14-12 in favor of Warren County. Got some down low movement. Fish up at the right wing. He gets it out to Step, who gets it out to Terry on the left side. Terry's going to see if he can make something happen. He's going to take a ball down the right side of the lane. He's going to drain it. Really nice layup there from Terry. His, he's up to eight points. He's got half of the Pioneer offense. Close is fouled on his layup after a quick turnaround down there. Adams is going to pick up his first foul of the game. A pretty clean matchup so far, this one. Connor Close looking to cut down into this lead once again. Connor Close, first one is up and good from the line. They get five points. 351 here, it's a three point lead for the Pioneers. Close to second one is up and good. Make it six. Fish going to take it across the court for the Pioneers. Dribbling up at the logo. He's going to be dishing it out to Terry on the right wing. Terry looking to make a move. He cuts back towards the paint. He's faking left. He goes right, and he is fouled on the attempt. He was almost horizontal on that on that attempt right there. Terry's going to go shoot two. Hendricks is going to be called for his second foul. And we've got two coming up from Terry here. 335 left, 16-14 Pioneers. Terry looking to extend it here. First shot is up and good. We've got a sub coming in. Reno, Keaton Reno is back in, and he's going to take over for Alex Van Buren. second shot is up and no good off the back iron and it is corralled in by Fusen. 3.30 remaining here left. Remaining in the second quarter. It's 17-14. Some good movement by DeCab. And a follow-up off of a missed three from Kirby is good for Hendricks. He's got four points. Deshaun Adams got the ball for the Pioneers. He finds Terry up at the top of the key. On the right side, just a little bit. He backs it back out towards the timeline. Three minutes left here now. One-point game. Pioneers lead 17-16. He finds Step on the left wing. He finds Adams at the top of the key, who hands it off to Reno. Reno driving down the lane. Big dribble. He passes it back out to Adams down the baseline, and he's going to can it. 19-16 ball game now. 19-16. 2.40 left here in the second quarter. Close is going to get the ball. He's going to drive it down the left side of the lane and drop it in. Eight points for Connor Close. It's 19-18. One-point game once more. 2.25 left. Fish has got the ball. He's going to drive down the lane up and under with the right hand. Now we've got some points rolling in. That's Fish's seventh point. Antoniak's got the ball at the, up at the top. He's going to get it to Kirby on the left side. Kirby's dribbling back out. He finds close at the right at the right wing. He's going to take a step back. Two, no good. He gets his own long rebound. He's going to go back up and under and good. Close making his presence felt here now. 
Still a one-point game, 21-20 in favor of the Pioneers. 150 left. Adams has it up at the top of the right wing. Terry's got it now at the left. Terry's going to fake, and he's going to do a pull-up jumper from the elbow. No good. Offensive rebound by Reno is fought for. No fouls down low, and it's back in the hands of the cab. Hendricks got it, and we've got it. Pause for a moment here. They're going to have to do an injury sub here. 23. Dallas Kirby went down for just a second. He's back up. Caleb Spears checking in for him. John Hendricks going to be inbounding to Fusen. 135 left. 21-20 ball game. Fast-moving half here. Fusen makes a move on Terry. He's going to drive towards the left side. He loses a dribble, and he's fouled by Terry. Foul is going to be on the floor. No shooting foul. Terry picks up his first of the game. Again, Terry being a big emphasis on offense. Got nine points in this one. Had two early threes. 126 remaining in the half. Hendricks. Finds close on the inbound. He hands it back off to Hendricks. Hendricks finds close for a long jumper. He misses everything, and the ball is going to be back in the hands of the Pioneers. 118 remaining. Subbing back in is Templeton, and he's going to take the place of Dylan Stepp. Terry's going to take it down the court for the Pioneers. Terry up at the right wing now, not facing too much defense. He gets a screen from Reno. He's going to step back towards the three. He passes it back out to Van Vuren on the right side. He finds Reno towards the right block. Reno going to go up, and we're going to get two shots on the foul. Foul is going to go on Caleb Spears. Got exactly one minute left now. It's still a one-point game in favor of the Pioneers. Keaton Reno looking for his points of the game. His first points of the game looking to extend this one. First shot is up and no good. Hit the right side of the back of the iron. Reno. Pre-shot ritual. His shot is now up and rolls in after sitting on the rim for just a little bit. That's his first point of the game. Under a minute now. 22-20 Pioneers still holding up here. Ball gets to close. He finds Antoniak down the lane, and he's going to be fouled on his shot. Reno gets called for the foul, his first of the game. And Antoniak's going to look to tie this thing up with 52 seconds left in the first. First half, I should say. Antoniak's first shot is up and good. He's up to five points now on the game. Get Connor Close still with ten points, leading... All scores in this one. Second shot is up and good by Antonia. Terry's going to take it across the court. Now under 50 seconds. We've got a tie ball game at 22. Pioneers took an early lead. The Tigers have found themselves back in it. Once down by 10. Reno gets his pass almost. <laughs> he gets it tipped out of bounds by Hendricks. Hendricks looking to... Really swing this thing back with 37 seconds remaining. Still 22-22. Again, fast-moving half here. Fast-moving half. Now under 30 seconds up at the logo is Fish. Fish, he gets, looks for the pick-and-roll, doesn't get it. Fish drives down. He finds Terry on the left side. Terry going to dribble it back out. Now under 20 seconds. Terry gets his, gets his dribble picked by Fusen. 
but he picks it back up. Terry refines himself, and he airballs his short hook shot. Ten seconds now left. Still on the other side of the court is the cab. Fusen gets it on the other side. It's five seconds. He goes up with the floater. He's good. He drops it down for two points. And that's going to do it for our first half of action. DeKalb, once down by 10 points, gets back into it and takes a two-point lead to half. It's 24-22, DeKalb County. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment so the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Xmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models, 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Cookville. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart. The pros behind our stars. The men and women of Cookville Regional Sports Medicine. Taking care of our local athletes. Getting them game ready. Preventing injuries. Using the latest technology. State-of-the-art care right here at home. That all leads to big plays. On the field. On the court. At the course. The men and women of Cookville Regional Sports Medicine. Behind our local athletes. Make an appointment to see our trainers. For maximum performance in all stages of your development. Cookville Regional. It's the way we care. the Tier 1 Halftime Report on Sports Radio 104.7, live from DeKalb County. With the score at half, 24-22, the Tigers lead the Pioneers after being down 10 in that first quarter. The Middle Tennessee Natural Gas High School Basketball Game of the Week continues. Checking the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard, DeKalb got on the board first, and after that, uh, Trayton Terry on Warren County found the three ball two straight times to extend or to get back in front six to two, and then it's just been back and forth. At one point, it was 14 to four in favor of the Pioneers, but they have battled back and have taken the Tigers have battled back and taken the lead into half 24-22 on the back of Connor Close with 10 points, and he's been him and Alex Antonio have been attacking the rim, and it's been working. Be sure to stop by Frontier Chevrolet Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. Once again, checking in the key first half stats for Warren Bank is going to be Connor Close with 10 points at the half. He went up for a big-time dunk early in the first quarter to really spark that DeKalb offense and get them back into this game. Again, there was once a 10-point deficit, and 
him and Antoniak have been putting in work, as well as John Hendricks with four points. But that's not to stipend at any former fashion. Warren County's Trayton Terry, who has nine points, as well as Devin Fish, who has seven points. And that's a look at the stats from one bank, the one bank for all your financial needs. Junior Zoe Gwynn, DeKalb County Girls Soccer. Zoe, first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? First thing I do when I wake up in the morning, unplug my phone. Okay, <laughs> that's absolutely fair. Now, are you a one alarm or like a 12 alarm person? One alarm. You just jumping out of bed? I lay there for a few seconds and then I'm out, but I don't, I don't repeat my alarms. How do you do that, Zoe? You just get up? Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's what's next? You're out of bed. Now what do we got to do? Is it pick our outfit? Is it go eat breakfast? Yeah, pick our outfit, put some clothes on, and then brush our teeth. And All right. Now, you said brush your teeth. Do you do that before or after you eat breakfast? <laughs> I know, so tough. So, tough. Sometimes I'll do it before, and then I'll eat, and then I'll brush my teeth after, which doesn't make no sense. No, it makes absolutely no sense. What's for <laughs> breakfast? Dream scenario, what's your favorite breakfast? Probably going to like the Hardee's and get a bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, grabbing on the way. Yeah. All right, all right. Did you pick your outfit out the night before, or is it like grab whatever's available in the morning? It can be somewhat both, because I like to make sure I know it the next morning sometimes, or sometimes I'm like, I'm just picking up something in the morning. <laughs> you make that decision the night before, like tonight is a lay it out night. To, no, I'm just going to grab it in the morning. Yeah. Depends on, that's fair. All right, so we get to we get to practice. We go through our day. Are you grabbing something on the way home, or are you eating at home for dinner? Depends. I mostly eat at home most nights, and some nights I'll eat out. But what's your what's your favorite thing on like at home? Dream dinner. You're gonna have whatever you want. It's some your chicken, favorite. Chicken, macaroni and cheese. Buy some mashed potatoes. Ooh. Okay. All right. Very yummy. What what? What do you like to put on your mashed potatoes? Is it gravy? Is it nothing? Pepper? Some salt and pepper. Salt no and pepper. No gravy. <laughs> All right. How do you like your chicken? Fried or grilled? Fried. Fried. All right. What time are we going to bed, Zoe? When the heck do we... Are we getting enough sleep? Mm, depends on what time I get off work. Depends on if I don't have work. I go to bed pretty early. Like maybe 10 o'clock. And then... Okay. Just depends on the night. If you do work, how late? Uh, it depends. I get off maybe at sometimes 11 or 12, so I go home. Take Where do you work? Sonic. <laughs> this is Emily Gibson, your Twin Lakes security consultant. The holiday delivery season is here. Know what's happening with Santa or the services that don't use reindeer with a high-definition camera system from Twin Lakes Security. With Twin Lakes, you can monitor deliveries in real time to ensure your packages are safe and secure. Give me a call to talk about protecting your holiday deliveries and more at 931-528-2005 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. Twin Lakes Security. T-insert C-0026. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide. Because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time. 
and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. A championship team. Tier 1 celebrates the Upperman Bees, the best on the field and off. Tier 1 is proud to provide championship care to the athletes of the Upper Cumberland. They understand the hard work, sweat, and pain that goes into a championship run. Every day, Tier 1 helps athletes of all ages get back into action. Tier 1, a championship team of board-certified sports medicine physicians. Proud to celebrate our Upperman Bees and all our local football teams on an amazing season. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment so the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Xmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models, 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Road, Cookville. We are back once again here from DeKalb County High School out in Smithville, where DeKalb County has taken a two-point lead into the half, just about to start the third quarter here, 24-22, after being down 14-4 up early in the first quarter, thanks to some early threes from Trayton Terry and some great offensive play, thanks to Devin Fish, but they have turned it back around, Connor Close up to 10 points, Jordan Parker's got two, he's been facilitating pretty well, and we are, and John Hendricks has four points for the Tigers, as well as Alex Antoniak with six. Some other scores of interest right now in the area. Oakland and York are tied at half, 32 apiece. And Livingston Academy is over MLK at the half right now, 28-26, as well as Cookville leading 30-19 over Hendersonville at the half. And we are just about underway once again. And it's going to be DeKalb County ball starting off this third quarter. Looking to extend this lead that they just grabbed right before the half are the Tigers. Parker gets the inbound from Hendricks, and we are underway. Connor Close gets it, and he's going to be up at the top of the key. He's going to drive towards the left elbow, finds Antoniak on the left corner. Close back in the left corner with the ball now. He's going to dribble, turn around, jumper, no good. Air balls it. Devin Fish records the rebound. Fish is going to take it across the court. He's on the right wing. He finds Templeton. He f- finds it back out to Reno. Reno's going to drive down in. He's going to find Templeton back outside. Templeton's going to find it inside. Terry's wide open on the left side. Three balls, no good. Offensive board once again by Fish. 
Fish resetting the offense over here. Already 45 seconds into this one. Still 24-22. Fish making a move. He drives in, passes back out to Van Vuren. Van Vuren been quiet on the offensive side today. Zero points still. Templeton fakes the three. He drives past close. He goes up for the left-handed layup. No good, and close comes down with the rebound. Close finds Hendricks. Hendricks finds Antoniak up at the top of the key, and he finds Parker. Parker fakes the three. He drives down. He finds Close on the left side, and Close tallies it in for two more points. It's 26-22, a minute and 15 into this second half. Van Vuren's got it up at the top of the key for Warren County. He gets it out to Fish on the right side. Fish moving back left. He cuts back towards the paint. He's going to spin around. He's going to find Van Buren, and Van Buren doesn't handle the ball. Or was it tipped? The ball was tipped by a defender, and it's going to stay in the hands of Warren County. Terry to inbound. Got a jumping Parker in front of him. Guy's dicing around. He finds Templeton in the right corner. Templeton swallowed up right over there. He finds Reno covered by Close. Reno... Close tries to draw a foul, and Reno bumps him, doesn't get it, but he misses his own layup, his undefended layup, and now he's called for another foul. That's going to be his second of the game. 6-18 left to go in this third quarter. It's 26-22 in favor of DeCab. We've got another wet spot on the court down under the basket. Where else would you have it? Again, another score of it, or score of interest from earlier. Livingston Academy leads 28-26 over MLK right now as the cab gets it back in play. 6.15 to go in the third quarter. Parker finds Hendricks, who finds Antoniak up at the top of the heat, top of the key. He finds close and close from the left side block. Gets it up and over a defender for an easy two points off the window. It's six-point game now, 28-22. And Templeton's on the other side. He's going to drive down the lane with the left hand and tap it in. He's up to five. Parker drives, but he misses his own layup, and he gets his own rebound, and he gets blocked by Van Buren, gets it back, and then Hendricks misses a three. down there and it's still 28-24 in favor of DeCab as we cross five and a half minutes left in the third quarter Templeton hands it off to Terry Terry's got it at the top of the key he drives down the left side of the lane puts it up with the right hand is no good spins off the rim and back into the hands of Antoniak who gets it to Parker who finds he found Kirby, but Kirby misses the layup, went up and over the rim. Looked like he might have been able to put it down, but he missed it. And Terry looking for a quick strike on the other end. Misses Templeton, and it will go back over to the Tigers. Five minutes just about left here. It's in the third quarter, excuse me. 28-24 still. Parker gets it to Kirby in the corner. He gets it back out to the top of the key to Hendricks. Close has it now. Close is going to drive down the left side of the lane, and he gets an and-one bucket. Two more points for Connor Close. Reno grabs his third foul, I believe, and Connor Close 
His shot is up and good. 31-24 now. 4.45 left in the third quarter. DeKalb has grown the lead to seven. Ball's back in the hands of Fish. Fish takes a pull-up jumper from right behind the free throw line, and he drains it. That's his ninth point, point of the game. Cut it down to five once more. Parker takes it across, gets it to Hendricks on the right wing. He gets it up to close at the top of the key. He pulls up for a long jumper. No good. Offensive board goes to Hendricks. He lays it back up and under and in. Hendricks up to six points now. 33-26, Tigers. A little over four minutes left now. 4.05 to be exact. Terry's got the ball. He's going to drive to the left side of the paint, and he mishandles the ball and loses it. Ball goes back to DeKalb County. Halfway through this third quarter. Seven-point lead for the Tigers. Again, once down, ten points. Back up in front by seven. Parker gets it to excuse me, yeah, gets it to Hendricks who gets it off to Kirby who drops it in. Kirby takes it down the lane on the right side and he drops it in for two points. Templeton on the other side looks to drive it. He misses and he dumps it off to Reno who drops it back off to Templeton from three and it's no good. Connor Close has the ball and Antoniak's going to take it to the other side and he's going to drop in two more points. Inbound ball is deflected and recovered by Antoniak, a little hustle play. And we have got a full timeout here. It's 11-point game. It's 37-26, Tigers. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Back after that timeout, DeKalb has the ball under their basket. It's 37-26, Tigers lead. 3.24 left. Ball inbound. It goes to Parker, who finds the inbound man, Hendricks, and he lays it up and in. The lead has now grown to 13. Devin Fish taking the ball up for the Pioneers. Alex Van Vuren still quiet. Terry finds it at the top of the key. He gets a three ball and hits it. Another three for Trayton Terry. Make that three, three balls for him. Lead is back down to 10. It's under three minutes now. It's 39-29. Pioneers looking to get back in this thing. Parker has it up at the top of the key by the logo. He drives on the left side. He pops it back out to Hendricks. Hendricks finds Antoniak, who finds Kirby. Moving the ball around way up at the top of the key. Parker's got it back. He drives down the right side of the lane, and he is called for a charge. Devin Fish. Good offensive play. And now we've got the refs coming together to figure out who that was. I'm, Parker was called for it. Wait, no. Who did they call that on? They called that on Antoniak. Huh. Weird one. Nonetheless, it's still a 10-point game. Fish taking it down to the other side of the court, looking to get back in this thing. 
Adams back in for the Pioneers. Terry's got it up at the top of the key. He's going to pull another three. No good off the front of the rim. Adams has it back. Fish has it on the left wing. Now he's going to take a dribble drive down the left baseline and misses the jumper. Ball back in the hands of Parker. 2.15 left. It's 39-29. Looking to set up a play here. Up in the left corner. Dribbling it out. Terry comes out to him. He finds close on the left or on the right wing. He goes up and under with the right hand. A little circus act, and he drops in two more points. 41-29, under two minutes left now. Terry with the give and go with Adams gets it back. He finds Fish in the left corner. Fish is going to dribble it back out. He's back down towards the left block. He kicks it back out to Terry for another three ball. Just in and out. Antoniak comes down with the ball once more, and he's got it to Kirby. Kirby driving on the left side, gets it back out, and Parker has it once more. Under 90 seconds to go in the third. 41-29, Tigers. Almost an alley-oop layup was given to Close from Parker, but the layup was no good, and it's out of bounds on Cab. Substitution now, Chance Whitlock coming up, coming in for Keaton Reno for Warren County. Pioneers looking for a different big body down low. Devin Fish now taking the ball up and up across the timeline now. 110 remaining. Terry's got the ball now on the right wing. He gets it down to Whitlock. Whitlock backing down. He's going to go up and he's going to be fouled by Kirby. Kirby, another big body in the paint. His first foul of the game. Whitlock's going to go to the line to shoot two. 104 left in the third. It's 41-29. Whitlock looking to make some early impact in his first chance out on the court today. First shot is up and nothing but net. 41-30. A turn of events compared to the first quarter. The Tigers looking to hammer home another victory as Whitlock's second free throw is up and good. Under a minute now. 41-31. Ball comes across court. Antoniak gets it down to Hendricks, and Hendricks is fouled. Whitlock gets called for the foul. Foul on the floor. DeKalb to inbound. 56 seconds left. Hendricks gets it to Parker right by the stripe. Guarded closely by Terry already. Terry's on him. He kicks it out to the left corner to Hendricks. Hendricks takes a step inside the arc. Jumper no good. Rebounded by Fish. Terry has it now across the stripe. 45 seconds left. He's on the right wing now. Terry is. He kicks it out to the right corner where Adams is. Wide open three is no good. Ball will stay in favor of the Pioneers. After the ball goes out of bounds, it's 37 seconds left. In the third quarter, he, Whitlock gets it to Terry, who gets it out to Fish. Fish back to Terry in the left corner. Terry dribbling it back out towards the top. He drives in and cuts. Nope, and he's going to be fouled. Parker grabs his third foul. Inbound from Terry to Fish. Fish goes up, and he misses his... And it's rebounded by Terry, the smallest guy on the court. He goes up and under, and his layup is good. 14 points for Terry. 
Parker's got it with 10 seconds left. And he gets it into Antoniak. Gets it to Kirby on the left corner. He drives and misses. Four seconds left. Ben Vuren's got it. He's got it across the timeline. He's going to take a three to, ooh, almost cut it to five, but misses off the front of the rim. Third quarter has ended. DeKalb leads 41-33. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. For a while, your grass isn't growing, but you know one thing, that will not last. Soon, mowing season will return, and Gentry's Power Equipment is ready to service your lawn equipment. So the blades are sharp, the engine's tweaked, and things will run smoothly all through 24. Maybe it's time for a new Exmark mower. Right now, Gentry's is offering up to $500 in instant rebates on select models. 0% for 54 months on select models. Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road. Cookville. We are back in action once again. Fourth quarter basketball here, getting it, cutting it close. It's 41 33 to Cab County. Had another foul on Thusen. And a there was an and one bucket by Fish. So he's tacked on three more and he's up to 12 points. Ball's turned over by DeCab. Layup by Terry on the other end is no good, but Fish follows it up. Fish back up to 14. It's 41-38. Seven and a half left. Connor Close gets it across the court. Much more active on the defensive side of the Pioneers. Three ball from Parker goes Aaron. No good. And we've got a box out foul. That looked a lee. Not sure if I would have called that one or not, but Van Buren used his backside to box out a cutting and driving Antoniak and gets called for the foul. 7-16 left. It's 41-38. DeKalb still holding on to lead. Inbound goes to Kirby. He drives right. He finds close on the right wing. No good. Offensive bound, rebound by Antoniak. He goes up and lays it up and in for an and one basket. Foul goes on Fish. His first of the game. No trouble right now for him. Antoniak looking to extend this lead. No good on the free throw. 
Still a five-point game. Approaching seven minutes left. Terry gets the rebound. He drives, and his layup is no good. Ball goes back out to Antoniak on the other end. Got a little fast break action, but he comes back and slows it down. Terry right on him. Looking for Parker. Can't find him. And he finds Dallas Kirby instead on the left side. Kirby dribbling back out towards the top right by the logo. He's going to dribble it out for some time now. Seven or 6.40 left, excuse me. Still a five-point game, 43-38. Fusen still got it. He gets it out to Antoniak, who drops it off to Parker. All this action going on right at the logo. Gets it back out to Close. Gets it to Parker on the left side. He finds in the corner Antoniak, who passes it back off to Parker. Parker dribbling back, dribbling back. Terry looking for a, a no-look pass from Parker. And we've got a, not an and one, but a foul on Close. Close going to be shooting two. Going to be another foul on Fish, his second straight. 6-12 remaining. It's 43-38. Close drains the first one. Hendricks back out on the court, as well as Reno back out on the court. Second shot is up and good from close. 45-38, and we've got a timeout on the court. Timeout, Warren County. It's 35, excuse me, 45-38 in favor of the Tigers. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time. So stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. Still in a timeout here, still 45-38, DeKalb. Had a furious start to this fourth quarter, did the Pioneers, scoring five unanswered points, but DeKalb has grown their lead back out to seven with 6.09 remaining. Warren County's about to re-inbound this thing back in, see if they can get back in this ball game that they were once leading. Van Vuren. Going to be inbounding for the Pioneers, and he drops it off to Terry, and here we go. Terry looking to continue the offensive onslaught that he's had. Van Vuren takes a deep three from the top of the key. Off the right side of the rim, close, comes and rebounds it. Gets it to Parker. He's already face guarded before the stripe by Terry. Terry still holding up against him. He drives down the lane, does Parker. His floater is up and good. What a shot by Parker. Gets it up and over the defender. And Warren County gets it back quick. Terry finds Reno down under the basket. Reno's got his third point of the game. Parker on the other, no, excuse me, Fusen Gets called for the travel down on the other end. Some fast-moving action here. It's 47-40. DeKalb still up. 5-20 left. 
There's a chance for some late-game madness as Fish finds Terry once they cross half-court. Terry takes a two. It's off the mark at the top of the key. Fusen finds it. Almost have a collision down low. Close is going to go down low. He's going to yam it on the other end. Connor Close goes up and drops it down. Lead up to nine. Connor Close into the 20s tonight. And we've got a charge called on the other end. Adams called for an offensive charge, and the ball will be heading back in favor of the Tigers. Under five minutes left. DeKalb looking to bury this thing. Inbound into Fusen. Already immediately face guarded by Van Vuren. Again, Van Vuren still not too much of an impact on the offensive side. Hasn't done too much. Fusen drives and he looks for Parker. Parker mishandles it. And it will go back in the hands of the Pioneers. Fish going to take it up this time. It's usually been either him or Terry taking it up for the most part. Fish going to control it here. He gets it immediately to Terry. Terry on the right wing. He drives back left. He finds Fish on the left wing. He fakes. He drives down the middle of the lane, and he goes up and in. Two more for Fish. Make it 16. It's 49-42 with 4.15 left to go. The Tigers clinging to a lead here. Fusen finds Kirby on the right wing. Kirby's pass towards close, cutting to the basket is deflected, but recovered. And we've got another timeout on the court. DeCab takes one while still having possession. Four minutes left. It's 49-42, Tigers. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department. Protect your home. Back in action here. It's going to be DeKalb County Tiger Ball. 49-42 is the score in favor of the Tigers. 4-0-1 remaining. Warren County Pioneers have been putting up a fight here as of late, but the Cab seems to have an answer for everything. Over and back on the inbound immediately, and the Pioneers will have the ball. Unfortunate turn of events there for DeCab looking to extend this lead. It's 49-42 still, now under four minutes. Fish going to take it up once again, still trading Hours up at the point guard position with Terry. He finds Van Vuren up at the top of the key. He drives. He pickpocketed by Fusen. Close comes up with it. He goes up and no good. Offensive board almost by Parker. Ends up in the hands of Terry. Going the other way now. Terry driving. Making a fast break out of it. Looks for a walk there and is called for it. 
big-time mistake there by Terry. Looking to cut the lead down just a little bit, but it will stay at a seven points. 3.30 left. Pioneers looking for anything right now on both sides of the ball. Parker takes it across. He finds Kirby in the left corner. No good. Offensive board, though, by Parker. Parker fighting for it. Oh, he, he finds Fusen, and Fusen fakes the three, but is called for a travel. Some costly turnovers from both teams to start off the second half of the fourth quarter. It's 49-42 still, 3.15 remaining. Pioneers looking for their third win of their campaign. DeKalb looking for their fourth straight. Devin Fish fakes and goes down the rack and is blocked by Connor Close. But an offensive board by Adams, and he draws a foul. Houston, his fourth tap, fourth foul. It's 49-42 still. Adams looking to cut into that lead. Adams' first shot is up and good. Third point for Adams. Antoniak is back in, subbing in for Fusen. Six-point game now. Adams looking to make it five. Second shot is up and no good. An offensive board by Reno. Keeps it alive. His pass to Fish is deflected by Hendricks. And it's going to stay in the hands of the Pioneers. Making the most of this possession. 3.02 remaining. Terry. Gets it to Fish down, and he gets fouled trying to grab the inbound pass. Hendricks pushes him a little bit. That's going to be his third foul. 49-43 is still the score. 3-0-1 left. Fish grabs it on the opposite end. Under three to go. Fish still at the left wing, dribbling it out. And Hendricks pushes off Reno again. And that's going to be his fourth. And on the play, Hendricks goes down and is limping back. Immediately grabbed at one of his ankles, not looking too good. He immediately went down and grabbed it. Terry's going to inbound it for the Pioneers. He gets it out to Fish. 2.48 left. Fish gets it to Reno at the top of the key. He ends it off to Terry on the right side. Terry trying to make a move here on Parker. He gets past him. He goes down the lane. Up and good. Two more points for Terry. Parker going to drive on the other side. And his, his shot is up and no good. And Tony gets the offensive board and lays it up and in. 12 for Antoniak. Terry's up at to 16 points. Terry's going to get on the other end with a three ball. No good. Board goes to Fusen. Two minutes left now. 51-45. Kirby gets it on the right wing and is called for a travel. More unforced turnovers. Could be very costly coming down to it as we are at the two-minute warning. Again, 51-45. Tigers still lead. Pioneers looking to make a move. 
fish. Goes left. He hands it off to Terry on the left wing. Terry brings it back up to the top of the key. He gets it to Van Vuren. He's inside, and he's going to be fouled. And that's now in the bonus. So Van Vuren is going to be looking to cut into this lead. And Toniak is up to his fourth foul of the game, too. More foul trouble. It's 51-45. Van Vuren, first shot is up and good. His first point of the game. Van Buren. Solid from the line. Make it 2-2. Two two. We've got another timeout on the court. 145 left still. 51-47. Again. This Pioneer team was once up by 10 points in this first quarter but has lost it and has gone down by as much as, I believe, 14, if I can recall correctly. It's been waves and waves from both teams, and now the wave has seemed to have been overwhelmed with turnovers. Both teams still trying to find their rhythm trying to make sure that they can secure the ball more often, but haven't really been succeeding at that. Again, 51-47. Pioneers are in the bonus. And the Tigers are about to be in the bonus. Don't have any fouls to give by the Pioneers. 145 remaining, four-point game. The cab is going to inbound this one from under their own basket. We've got full court man pressure here. Ball's poked out by Terry, but he's going to go out of bounds with the ball. Takes a one tick off the clock, and it is 144 remaining. Parker gets it to Close. Close is covered by Fish. He gets it back to Parker across the timeline. Now they can move a little bit. He gets it to Fusen up at the top of the key. He drops it off to Kirby. Kirby moving around. He gets it out to Antoniak. Antoniak on the left wing. He's moving out back towards the stripe. We've got a whistle. Foul's going to be on Fish. And that's going to result in two free throws for Connor Close. Not really the guy that you want shooting this one right now. With 126 remaining down four. Connor Close is looking to extend the lead of the Tigers, and his first shot is up and good. From my count, that's 24 for Connor Close. Had more of a sleeper-type game. It doesn't really feel like he's been doing too much, but then I look down, and he's got 24 points. Second shot is up and good. Make it 25. 80 seconds left. It's a six-point game. Tigers still holding on to a 53-47 lead. Fish has the ball on the left wing. 115 remaining. Got to get some movement going. Fish takes a three. Off the front of the rim. Defensive rebound by Kirby. And we've got a... What do we got? We have a foul on Van Vuren. Yes, foul on Van Vuren. That's going to be his third, and that's going to result in more free throws for the Tigers. Kirby's going to go and take these ones. Score of interest. Cookville beat Hendersonville. 
49-35. That game is final. About a minute nine left here. Kirby's first shot is up and good. Seven-point game. Kirby with his third point of the match. Will he make it eight points here? No, sir. Still seven-point game. 54-47. A minute and three left. Fish gets it. He passes it out to Adams for a three. His is no good. Van Buren gets the offensive board. He goes up and under. He's fouled on the putback. Fusen has fouled out of this one. Under a minute now. Hendricks coming back in after it looked like he grabbed the back of his leg. Didn't look great. And he's back in this ball game, looking fresh as Van Buren goes to the line. Desperate measures now for the Pioneers. Still got some confusion on the DeKalb bench. Fusen now walking back onto the court. Foul was on Antoniak who fouled out. Fusen is still in the game with four. Antoniak is out of the ball game. Van Buren at the line. His first one is up and good. All three of his points on the contest have been from the free throw strike. Again, 58 seconds left. It's a six-point game. 54-48. Van Buren makes it five. 54-49. 58 seconds remaining. Looking for an inbound. Can't find an outlet. He finds Hendricks on the other side of the court. He tries to get it to close. Close is... He knocks it out of bounds. Jump ball for Devin Fish and Connor Close results in Connor Close knocking it out of bounds. We've got 53.6 left here. Things are getting tight. 54-49 Tigers. Another score of interest. York Institute beat Oakland 62-60 in overtime. Live coming in here from the studio. As Terry takes it across the court. He takes a wide open three off the mark. Defensive rebound by Fusen. And he's going to be fouled by Van Buren. 40 seconds remaining. It's 54-49. Fusen at the line. Shooting two thanks to the bonus. Another score of interest, Jackson County boys beat Red Boiling Springs 55-54 in that close one. First shot from Houston is no good. Doesn't extend the lead. And Community ended up beating Macon County in the boys match 49-39. Another close one in and around the area. Houston, second shot, good. We've got a timeout on the floor once more. It's 55-49 DeKalb, 40 seconds remaining. Time 
Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. This is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. We are grateful for our wonderful customers and wish everyone in the communities we serve a joyous holiday season. May this be a time of peace, hope, and happiness for you and your families. Please note that our offices will be closed on Monday, December 25th and Tuesday, December 26th, so our employees can celebrate with their families. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Twin Lakes. Back in action here. Warren County just inbounded the ball down six. Terry looking to get back in this one. Terry goes up with the left hand. No good on the opposite side. And we've got a foul down low. Again, 30 seconds left. This one's coming down to the wire. It's 55-49 in favor of the Tigers of DeKalb County. We will be shooting two more from the free throw stripe. Fusen. Looking to make this a three-possession lead with 30 seconds left. Likely just icing the game if he can make one. First one is up and good. Count it. His fourth point of the game. Second shot is up and no good. Van Vuren gets a rebound. Fish has it now. Fish going to drive down the court. He is fouled. Parker gets called for the foul. That's going to be his fourth. 25 seconds left now. It's 56-49. Fish at the line here. His first one is up and good. Fish having a game of his own. I believe that's 17 for Fish. His second one is up and good. Make it 18 for Fish as we have another timeout on the floor. This one coming down to it, folks. It's a five-point game here. It's 56-51 in favor of the DeKalb County Tigers. Warren County looking for their third win of the season, the young season at that. DeKalb looking to take their fourth in a row. Didn't start off too hot. Both teams at four losses. DeKalb looking to get back to 500 here. Again, 25 seconds left. Both teams in the bonus. No fouls to give here. And in the double bonus at that. Every bonus now in high school basketball after five fouls in each quarter is a double bonus. No one-and-ones anymore for the time being. Not sure if they're going to flip that one around at any time soon. But nonetheless, five-point game here. Parker to inbound for DeKalb. He finds Kirby. Kirby gets pushed and is fouled by Reno. I believe that is his fourth foul. Looking to just have any sort of time left on the clock for them to go make a move. Kirby's going to shoot two here. Up five. 
Rivers and his first shot is good. Still a two-possession game still. Kirby looking to make it unreachable almost at this point. Second shot is up and no good off the front of the rim. Reno gets the rebound. He finds Templeton. Templeton's going to fake, and he's going to go down the left side of the lane. Left-handed layup is good. Templeton's got his seventh point of the game, and the lead is now down to four. It's 57-53, and we've got another timeout on the floor. Got another full timeout here. Once again, our girls' game ended with DeKalb making a move to 4-3 on the season, 70-59 after Warren County put up almost a good 10 points in that last minute or so. The second, second stringers got out there and really put it to the Lady Tigers, but Lady Tigers pulled that one out again above 500 once more. The Tigers looking to make it to 500 with this one. The Pioneers are still standing in their way as the clock has been added an extra 1.3 seconds. It's 57-53, 18 seconds now remaining. It was once 16.7. DeKalb back to inbound once more. Parker standing on the G of Lady Tigers. He's going to inbound it, or is he? He finds Fusen, and Fusen is fouled, and I believe that's going to do it for Van Vuren. Yes, that will. That will be his fifth. Van Vuren is out of this one, finishes with four points. Dylan Step going to step in for Van Vuren. 1.2 seconds. 1.2 seconds off the clock on that one. 16.8 left. Fusen's first one is up and good. Looked like it might have rolled out for just a second, but it found the bottom of the net. Five-point game. It's 58-53. Second shot is up and good. Count it. Terry's got the ball. Under 15 left. He's going to drive down the lane. His layup is up and no good. Defensive rebound goes to Parker, and he's going to be fouled. 9.1 seconds left to go in this one. It looks a little bit out of reach at this point. Step was called for the foul. And Parker's going to shoot his first one, and it's up and good. That's five points for Mr. Parker. Again, seven-point lead, 9.1 seconds left to go. Second shot is up and good. And we've got a timeout for DeKalb. We've got an eight-point game now with nine seconds left. Crazy things have happened. I'm not sure if crazier has happened in this building or not. It's 61-53, 9.1 to go DeKalb. Looking to get again back up to 500 on the year. Pioneers looking to get back in the win column, looking to improve to three and four. Got two wins on the year, looking to get back into things, putting together a valiant effort once again tonight. Hey, Danny, it ain't gonna work. 
once again. <laughs> if you didn't hear me pregame, I am surrounded on just about all sides here. I'm having to dip and dodge different popcorn being thrown around. I can barely see the scoreboard. I've got people in front of me, but now with under nine seconds left, Terry's going to pick it up. He's going to pass it out to Fish. Fish is going to take a miracle three off the side of the rim, and that's going to that is going to do it. Connor Close dribbles it out, and that's going to be the ball game. Final score from DeKalb County, 61 to the Tigers, 53 to the Pioneers. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC, Equal Housing lender. The Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7 sees the cab now stand at 4 and 4 on the year as they took home a big win at home tonight over Warren County 61 to 53. And that means DeKalb gets the sweep tonight as the girls also won against the Lady Pioneers 70-59. to And once again, our final for the, for the men's action tonight was 61-53. Our postgame coverage continues on Sports Radio 104.7 as this game was decided by an outstanding performance for DeKalb thanks to pretty much a sleeper pick here. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's... It's <laughs> it's Connor Close. He had 25 points tonight for my tallies. Kind of just slept walk through that one. I didn't feel like he was all over the court. And then again, like I mentioned earlier, as soon as I look down, I see four tallies of five. And I'm like, man, this kid has 20 points already. And he ended up getting 25. Ended up pulling away there at the end. 61-53 again, your final. And Toniak for the Tigers as well had 12. Had a great game. 
John Hendricks had eight of his own. Jordan Parker and Seth Fusen tallied up some more later, each scoring six, With and Dallas Kirby ended up with four points of his own. Had a couple guys get into foul trouble. Alex Antoniak ended up fouling out of this one, as well as Van Vuren. Alex Van Vuren on Warren County fouled out as well. Keaton Reno had four for Warren County in the fouls department, and Fusen and Parker and Hendricks all three had four fouls for DeKalb. And another final look at the stats from one bank. The Pioneers did not go down easy. They had two guys score up in the double figures, and both players really put on a show on the offensive end. Devin Fish led the scoring for the Pioneers with 18. Trayton Terry had 16 of his own. Had six early points, but just couldn't really figure out the rhythm later on. Missed a couple layups here and there. And Fish just couldn't hit the late threes to get them back into this one. Keaton Reno had three points of his own. Deshaun Adams had three of his own. Aaron Templeton had seven points. And Alex Van Buren had four points. And then with the small amount of time that we saw Chance Whitlock today, he also had two points. That's a look at the numbers presented by one bank. And some score updates right now. Once again, Let's see, MLK, last time I checked, MLK led Livingston Academy 40-30 to 30 at the end of three. We had a couple others go final, including Cookville over Hendersonville, 49-35. to 35. Had that one go final earlier. Let me double check here for you. York Institute once again with a big-time win against Oakland, 62-60. to 60. What else do we got? Again, Jackson County over Red Boiling Springs, 55-54 to move up to 4-5. and five. And then Community, once again, 10-point victory over Macon County, 49-39. And once again, DeKalb County moves to 4-4 four and four on the year. Make it four straight victories with the score 61-53. And be sure or actually a full recap of all the action and interviews with coaches is tomorrow morning at 9, the high school playbook on Rock 93.7. Again, this has been your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. Tonight's games were produced by Jake Wallman back at the studio, and production assistance was thanks to Colin Castleberry, none other than him. And next week we will be in Spencer as White County takes on Van Buren County. Our countdown to tip-off of the Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7 begins at 5.50 p.m. Central Time. Again, this is Jace Brown. Thank you for hanging out with us. It's been a great night tonight. And once again, tonight's final score, DeKalb County 61, Warren County 53.